Are we dead? You know, I was just wondering the same thing. Did I die and turn into some kind of a small, muscular boy scout? We're not dead. So then what's going on here? Okay, this is going to sound very uh, strange, but we are in a video game called Jumanji, and we are in the bodies of video game characters. <laughs> and we've been here before, Fridge and I. Well, last time I was you. Mm. Huh? Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinated with Films. We got some garbage for you today. Are <laughs> you guys ready for some garbage? Wild no. card bitches. <laughs> no, these are awesome, man. I'm like, super excited about my list. Oh, I am too. <laughs> so how have you been, man? Haven't seen you in uh, a week? couple weeks. couple weeks? Two yeah, weeks, I guess, yeah. every two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've quarantine been doing good, rules, man. man. It's more than I get to see most people. I know, right? <laughs> um, I've been doing good. I've just been working a lot at the spa. and uh, A lot of people coming in the spa? Dude, so busy. Really? Like, ridiculously yeah. busy. Not just Valentine's Day. The day before. Mm -hmm. Like the whole Valentine's weekend and the following Monday, yeah. we did not have an opening on the schedule. Do you have any people giving you problems about coming in without masks and shit like that? Um, ever come up? No, everybody pretty much wears their yeah. mask. You Man, know? how much it sucks to be working retail now and being that guy that's, hey, you know what your job is? Yeah. Or like the greeter at Walmart? The greeter at Walmart's not going to be able I would to do that fucking shit. love that Yeah, you job. would love that. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. But people are getting stabbed and shit Get for that job. fuck out. <laughs> yeah, you need a big person to do that job, yeah. really, because you, you can't just send the grandpa that's yeah. used to being sweet in uh, front of Walmart. Yeah. Just, yeah. I think a lot of those places are just don't confront anybody. <laughs> just don't say nothing to nobody. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I saw a near altercation at Perkins, and I I was hoping so badly it oh, would have gone badly, yeah. but it didn't. You know, I've heard people at Pro I've heard people say something to other people, and I just don't get it. I was I was like, the I know you, you we want everyone to wear a mask, but to go to the extent of actually calling somebody out about it, or the people that call about your masks not not on right. Yeah, it's, it's like if that's what you get your day off of, yeah. that you just go around. Is that how many people have you gone to today? Yeah, no, and day? I'll say there's there's a lot of people that say, oh, I hate wearing this, and yeah. I wish I didn't have to, but they wear them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And oh, yeah, I yeah. think living where we live, we're kind of lucky. You yeah. know? Oh, we're in the, the blue. The you, you move out. Counties. Christina, even... my wife just had to do something with students where she had to visit all the. Um, convenience stores and mm -hmm. check for tobacco products because yeah. she works for an anti-tobacco um, non-profit and she said nobody nobody yeah. wear masks her no. kids the only people yep. yeah everyone it's... else it's like it doesn't even matter I don't care I'll walk around they've tightened it up at the Gainesville Sun which is weird because before none of us wore masks outside but we were never in close proximity with each other and we're outside like I didn't come anywhere close most nights I don't see anybody Yeah. but even when I did I don't come 30 feet from right. somebody but they said if you're on the property wear it and I'm like I'm totally cool with yeah. that I'm said I'm fine with no, that no it's interesting I was actually thinking about this I don't know how we went from wild card to COVID <laughs> but um, I was thinking about this on the way over here and you know I think more than anything I've just become adjusted like oh, it, does, yeah. it just doesn't bother me anymore I told my like, girl I said I'm wearing them until 2022 yeah, I, even if I get the shot I don't care if we're wearing them for five more years it's I, a I one kinda like the anonymity of it all yeah it's a one ounce celebrities mask. love it they've yeah. been waiting for this for their yeah. entire fucking life man uh i was seeing some celebrity news man the uh have you watched uh wandavision yet no oh, man you got to get in there man. i tried to pull they it up, have but it opened come the door and and something has walked through so there is uh there is stuff happening i've seen a lot like yeah, anything... yeah you can't that's the problem you can't get it's as soon gonna, as I see something, yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, scroll. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so you probably know who 
Came? Nope. No, okay. <laughs> Good. Well, then watch it because it's yeah. short and it's in the last three episodes. Are, there's three more episodes and they're making them all an hour uh, long and it's going to open up into something crazy. I yeah. know the uh, they released the trailer for The Falcon and the um, Winter Soldier and Falcon. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. I kind of don't want to. Yeah. I just want to go in there and kind of go in and watch it. So <laughs> I'm excited. They're doing some great stuff with Marvel right now. and I, you, I know that uh, they haven't done anything Fantastic Four-wise yet in WandaVision, but that is what I'm hoping for. Mm-hmm. I, I really hope. Uh, I'm even hoping that like John Krasinski just walks onto the set and and you were like, holy shit, it's Reed Richards. We are there now. That'd be it, awesome. It would be awesome. I, I doubt it that's going to happen. That I, I've heard a lot of people say that too. I said that I doubt that's going to be the door into the uh, uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four they yeah. think it's going to be uh, Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. the, the second one. Yeah. It makes sense because uh, Fantastic Four has to deal with space. Yeah. It has to deal with something. So the Thor one might actually be, or the new Guardians could be a great entry into it and everything. But they're happening. And I don't know if John Krasinski was even cast in it, but everyone's acting like he has. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting at home like, nah, maybe. <laughs> him, and, him and Emily Blunt, I think people are all in consensus that they, they said they want to do it. They've, yeah. they've dressed up like that before. Quiet they're perfect place, for it, to be Quiet honest. Place 2 never came out, did it? Nope. Yeah, they because of COVID that, and everything. Yeah. I mean, they had a full trailer. It was that. like getting ready to come oh, yeah. out. It was supposed to be like in March, and then everything full shut down. Full-ass trailer, too, man. Damn, so. that sucks. Uh, have you heard about the stuff going on with the uh, nope. Gina uh, Carino? Oh, yeah, I did hear about that. The Mandalorian that. Yeah. thing? I, first of all, I hate to shit on anybody. But she's a horrible actress in yeah. the first place. <laughs> I so it's probably her, it's though. probably the best thing that could have happened because she can't act. I mean, she's menacing and she's got physically yeah. she looks she looks badass. Well, she's an ex MMA fighter. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that part I get, but she cannot act yeah, at no. all. Every time I'm on the screen and she delivers a line, I just yeah, roll my eyes and I'm like, Oh my god. This... She was the one from Deadpool too, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. She right. can't deliver a line to save her life. And then apparently this landing. Is, <laughs> apparently, <yeah. laughs> apparently this is a thing with her though, and, and the fact that she doubled down and I heard uh, Kevin Smith talking about it, and he made a, such a great point. He says, you work for Disney, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you work on. for Disney. Yeah. He says you think they're gonna let you uh, tweet out stuff about the, you, your tweet mentions the Nazis. Yeah, all right, that yeah. was your mistake. And I she mean, doubled we all down, and now Disney she's gonna do a, a movie. Nazi, but <laughs> now she's gonna do. Yeah, unless it's Captain Avenger, the first Avenger, <laughs> I, you shouldn't mention the Nazis at all. Uh, but. Uh, she doubled down. I mean, she's doing a movie now with Ben Shapiro, yeah. and uh, and oh, she's just God. going crazy. And apparently, they've gone back into like November, and the tweets have. Apparently, this decision been might going have been on made for a while. It's been going on for a while, really? but then Hasbro pulled the toy, uh, pulled her her Star Wars figure. Oh wow! And so I think a couple of them might have got out. So yeah. people are like, "Oh, it's a collector's yeah. item." That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. I heard another thing from a different pod too. I thought was super interesting. Ben Shapiro, uh, fuck, he's a, he's just a little terror <laughs> that guy. <laughs> uh, I don't know how anyone can take him serious. I've heard him. I've heard him on Rogan. Put him in a movie. I've heard him on Rogan before, and I was like, this guy's just an I, ass. I enjoy hearing him argue. I do not care for his arguments. No, no, no. You know I, what I that's mean? That's why I'm like, all about listening to people make their arguments. He's a debater, and I enjoy yeah. watching him debate. But I'm just like, you're such a fucking piece of garbage. No, he's a piece dude. of he's a piece of shit. Right. But. You heard about the Bruce Springsteen thing? No. Where he got a DUI? No. And we found out about it the day after the Super Bowl. And uh, on the Super Bowl, he had one of the most poignant, like, commercials. Very liberal commercial. Oh, I was going to say, was it like a DUI commercial? No, it was a very, it was a car commercial, though. Oh, wow. And it was a very liberal commercial uh-huh. and everything. And people w- were thought it was great. And then 10 hours later, the DUI thing hit. Oh, man. And then I found out he got that DUI on November. 
Oh, really? They dropped it intentionally. Wow. Right after that commercial dropped the day after the Super Bowl. Just Damn, to fuck him over, man. That's I was like, that's up. some douchey shit, dude. That's I said, terrible. I had never heard that before that that happened in November. Just it made me think of it, it because the the uh, the Gina one happened. Uh, she's been doing it forever, apparently. Yeah. So, I mean, crazy's going to be crazy. Yeah. Can't be crazy and yeah. work for the, the mouse with the ears, God, you know? dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm telling you, if I worked for Disney, I would be the squeakiest clean motherfucker oh, in the world. If you work in the show business now, did keep Bobby your goddamn work for Disney? I know he does uh, like Comic Con and Ren Fair and stuff Tampa, like that. So I would think uh, he must just have friends that worked for Disney because yeah. I've seen him talking. Oh, when... his whole circle down there are all performers, yeah. and artists, and everything yeah. like that. So I think they're all in like those kind of places. So. Shout out Bobby Cook, Crazy Dragon yeah. on TikTok. Go find him. Crazy Dragon, huh? Yeah. I see some of his TikToks on Facebook. Yeah. He's good, man. He's fun. He keeps busy with yeah. that stuff. I don't have time, man. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I do. I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching movies, man. That's yeah. a good. Uh, Seen any thing good here. ones lately? I have. And uh, <laughs> t- like, did you listen to last week's pod? I listened to like half of it. Yeah. I didn't get all the way through. Uh, it. Did you hear me talk about Good Time, dude? I don't no. think you did. That that's the last movie I picked on there. You have to watch Good Time. I I almost want to put it again on this pod. It's so fucking good. What is it? That's the uh, Robert Pattinson. Talk about it again. <laughs> yeah, that's a Robert Pattinson one. It was done by the guys who did Uncut Gems. Those two oh, Israeli brothers. See it then. It's so good, dude. Yeah, it's so fucking... was Uncut Gems. No, no, no. I'll never this this isn't as stressful. This is okay. good, man. It's really good. Check out. It's on Netflix. So yeah. it's easy to find. It's awesome. All right. And then the Dead Don't Die is was absolutely phenomenal. That zombie movie, the Jim Jarmusch, Bill Murray oh, zombie movie. Oh, I forgot about that movie. Incredible. Yeah. I, I ruined the shit out of it. Not that it. Uh, good. I'm, still I'm not... glad I missed those parts of the uh, pod. It's then. not. Like... I, Ruining it is weird because I ruined the weird part about oh. it. There's a weird there's a weird element in the movie where they talk about the movie constantly. They talk about the director and really? the fact that they're acting really? in the movie, and it's so funny and it's so weird. Huh. So I don't talk anything about the zombies and the killings, yeah. and which is awesome, badass. Yeah. But the fact that like the opening clip when he's like he's like, uh, how do you know things are gonna go badly? Yeah, because I read the script. Yeah, he gave oh, you the okay. script. I was wondering what that was yeah, from. Yeah, I was like, that doesn't sound familiar yeah. at all. And that's the greatest thing. And like the end of the movie or towards the end of the movie he's like why do you know things are happening i read the script yeah. dude the whole script yeah <laughs> i only got That's my sides. funny dude son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> what's happening now is now yeah, yeah, yeah what happened to then we just passed it <laughs> exactly so i've got a couple man i got uh i one of them i hadn't seen before and i gave it a shot like the week before i did the same that thing. i heard uh the week before i had done the you same said thing you didn't like it. uh yeah, the little things. Yeah, it was good. It wasn't. Just, it wasn't worthy of talking about. Uh-huh. It, I could talk about it in like a minute. You know. Well, good. I'm glad I'm not missing anything. It's, it's not bad, and I wouldn't tell anyone not to watch it. But it's a very procedural uh, cop thing. Dave probably would love it. Uh-huh. But it just didn't go where I wanted it to go. Yeah. And I was like, this has got to be ending really badass. It was a serial killer fucking story and yeah. everything. And then it just it just petered out yeah, at the end. And I was boo. like, eh, okay. But there was one on here that I wanted to see, and it's my number one on the list. So uh-huh. I'll wait on that. But uh, it was one that we both saw the trailer for. And I don't. You may have seen it, uh, but I had not seen seen it. And I uh, saw that was on HBO, and I was like, I'll give it a shot. And I was like, oh, it's fucking great. Hmm. Like, my wife's going to love it. I haven't watched it with her yet. But let's start off. Wild card. I love the wild card episodes, man, because I love not knowing. A lot of times I do know Dave because Dave has the problem with, I have to borrow this, 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 right, this from yeah. you. So I end up knowing what it is. But with you, I have no clue. And it, you, sometimes I know at least one or two of them. You, you're this might know. be the no, but I don't know it. Yeah. Right, oh yeah. Point. No. Yeah. No. I have not told you any, and I will tell ahead of time what I'm bringing to you today <laughs> is just a pure shit sandwich. <laughs> 
So we're gonna start off. Hey with man, some, if you liked them, I yeah, mean, then it's we're gonna start that's off right. with some shit, and in the middle are gonna be some more popular movies. Then we're gonna end with some more shit. You're, so so you're, a, we got a sandwich. Yeah, we got a shit, shit sandwich. Today. <laughs> a nice shit sandwich for all. So of us. The, well, I got uh, good ones. So. The 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 top the top bun here. Um, <laughs> I uh, I made a little clip, so I'm gonna play this for you. Oh, this is it. Okay, we're great. gonna see if you know what it is. Now I I'm gonna say I was thinking about making this for the intro clip to mm-hmm. the pod. Mm-hmm. So after the clip is over. Think about the intro song to the pop. Okay. <laughs> Biggest, baddest club opening you've ever seen. Mick Jagger, he gonna be there. That's right. Yeah, and David Lee Roth, he gonna be there. And Princess Stephanie, she gonna be there. And Andy Warhol, he oh. ain't gonna be there. Oh, I found this one great song. And then... And then the uh, then the opening just yeah, yeah. kicks in, man. Any idea what movie that is? Now, obviously, it's Travolta. It is Travolta. It sounded like he was talking to Eric Roberts, but it was not Eric. It's not Roberts. Eric Roberts. No. Who, who's the other guy? Do, um, do you know? I, got, I do. I mean, I got to pull him up. Okay. I, um, I got him right here because um, that certainly I've seen most of Travolta's movie. Unless you're pulling a Battleship Earth thing to me here. Ari Gross. Ari Gross. Interesting. Uh, so him and Ari Gross. What decade are we talking here? Uh, eighty nine. Eighty nine. Yeah. Damn, Ari Gross. And uh, we're not talking Broken Arrow, nope. are we? Damn, that was a good movie. Yeah. Sure, you don't want to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? What do you got? What is it? The Experts. The Experts. Yeah. I don't know this movie. At are you all. serious? No. Nope. Oh my gosh. Never Success. even heard. Of it. I'm gonna add it to my list and I'm gonna order it. Then. It's, it's good. A terrible. It's a terrible movie. movie it's huh? a well, terrible it's Travolta, movie. man. But, yeah, you were oh, behind no. the eight ball to begin with. Yeah, right. There's <laughs> not that Ari Gross. There is literally a two you. minute dance scene with him and Kelly Preston no. in this movie. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Ari Gross. I remember from uh, my favorite Ari Gross is Minority Report. He was the guy that was going to kill his wife at the beginning. And oh, Tom Cruise flew nice. in and uh, snatched him. He, um, he was big in the 80s, Ari Gross. Also, Brian Doyle Murray is in this. Um, what's the guy? Rick Dukeman? Rick Dukeman. Is in this. He's dead now, unfortunately. Um, so, this movie... So, what's the what's The, the premise The premise is there's this... There's this town in Indiana... Or Nebraska. It's in Nebraska somewhere. And it's a complete replica of a town in in Nebraska or mm-hmm. wherever and it's a Russian KGB spy school. And so these Russian spies live in this town and they all speak perfect English and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But the town is like stuck in the 1950s. So it's very like leave it to beaver. Um so there's a guy um it, it's Agent Smith I want to pull up the cover for this because sure. I'd be surprised if I haven't seen the cover. At least. Um, Charles Martin Smith plays Mr. Smith. I love Charles Dude, Martin Smith. Dude, he's so great. Um, and so he basically jumps on a plane. So Rick Dugerman, um, Brian Doyle Murray, and I forget who like the general guy is. Um, they're they're trying to w- realize whether or not this project is going to work. So uh, well, it's got an awesome cover of Kel- I'm guessing Kelly Preston's ass. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely what it is. <laughs> they were they must have been married at this time, or did they meet on this? I, I don't know. know. I'm I'm, huh. I'm thinking maybe that's what that's interesting. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, and so they decide like, hey, this we've got this Americana going on, but it's 1989. Mm-hmm. Like we're stuck in the 50s here. So Agent Smith flies to New York and starts looking at clubs and club owners to mm-hmm. try and find somebody to come and bring the new America to the town. 
and he finds uh, John Travolta and Ari Gross, and is, and they're terrible shit owners, like club owners, but they think they're just fucking rock stars, you know. <laughs> and he tells them that he wants to bring them to Nebraska to open up a nightclub. Gets them on the private plane. They're about to have caviar and champagne. Charles Martin Smith's the one who brings them there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they take a sip of the champagne. Boom. Pass out. What? They wake up in some bunk beds in like the beaver's freaking room you know mm-hmm. um and they they try and figure out what's going on and they tell them oh we're just you know we're an old-fashioned town and that's why we're trying to you know get you guys to come and bring like a big new york atmosphere to mm-hmm. get these people to come to the club well i mean these people there's a few like 20 year olds and the rest are all like 70 <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> you know um and so like i said dude the movie's terrible. It's not funny at all. Like it, <laughs> it sounds interesting as hell, and I'm actually disappointed myself for not I, having seen I it. I saw this. I probably saw this in 1991, so yeah. I was probably 10 years Man, old. I so should have seen this. You would think with HBO and all I that really stuff. thought that you would have seen it. Yeah, I yeah. saw this on HBO a hundred times. Nothing you know? about it. I definitely have not seen it. I don't even recognize the cover for it, which is crazy because I worked at a video store. Now, is James Keach... Is he the guy from... Um, oh, yeah, from Moving Violations. Moving Violations. Yeah, Stacy's brother. So he plays a Russian pilot in this movie. So this movie goes on, oh, and there's there's really no... I can buy him as a Russian pilot. Oh, he's so funny. He makes the movie, yeah. but he, like... The only thing I ever saw him in was Moving Violations. Yeah, no, yeah. me too. I, yeah. I think he's also in um, National Lampoon's Vacation. He's the cop that pulls oh, him over right. for the you're leash. Right. Yep, yeah, absolutely is. Um, and so the last... Tip your thing down a little bit. You might... Like this that. way. This way? Yeah, yeah. There we go. Perfect. Um, The last 20 minutes of this movie is fun. You know what I mean? And basically what happens is is John Travolta and and Ari Gross realize that they're in Russia, Mm -hmm. you know, and they have to figure out how to get out of there. And so they they organize... Are they stupid, too? I mean, are they... I mean, they're pretty dumb. Yeah, they're pretty dumb. Um, But they get thrown, um, I guess it would be in the gulag. Um, And uh, James Keach, his character's name is Mm -hmm. Yuri breaks through the wall Yuri yeah yeah the John of Russia (laughs) exactly (laughs) um and they basically find out he's a pilot so you know if they have a plane then Mm. him and all the you know them and all the people in the town can escape and go to America and live in America that's the new plan Mm -hmm. and you know the movie the movie ends that way and everything like that there's no spoilers there's no spoiler alert <laughs> like i don't plan on anybody seeing this just like i guess it might it, be hard for me to even find it no, i had to try to find it i had to rent it on youtube i'm a i want to own almost everything really <laughs> i i had so, to rent it on youtube especially uh, 80s um 80s comedy. If you man. could find it, I bet it would be like 30 bucks yeah, because it's, it's just, it's not out there. Yeah. You know? No, that's how, there's so many of them like that, but you'd be surprised that some of them you can, you might be able to find for seven to 10, but yeah. even that's expensive these the, days. The, the one, one of the two laughs mm-hmm. of this movie. <laughs> give it to us. Um, and, and one I thought was really. I, we have so much time. Why don't you just give us both laughs? I know, right? <laughs> the funny thing is, I'm trying to remember the second laugh. I swear I there was it. one there, though. Yeah, I know, right? I, I just know that there was. Um, but at one point, they get into kind of like a little gunfight, you know, and uh, what's her name? Kelly Preston mm-hmm. has an AK 47, and she's shooting it. And John Travolta takes it from her, and he goes, Give it to me. This is a man's job, you know, and he starts shooting the AK 47, yeah. and it's going, it's going all everywhere. over the place. The reason I think that's funny is because I've shot an AK-47 mm-hmm. and I've had that almost happen. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, it's just it's just a silly movie. Kelly Preston and, was so good in the '80s too, man. Oh, yeah, I dude. loved her, man. That was um, a big loss when we lost and she's, her. Oh, I know, she's, dude. And she's beautiful in this oh, movie. Oh, she's dude. she was so gorgeous. I loved her since uh, Space Camp. Space Camp was probably the first thing I saw Kelly Preston in. Oh wow, so great. yeah. And Ari Gross, man, he was like he played that like friend. 
like that uh, yeah. friend in movies. Yeah, and, like so many. He could have easily been too. in Weekend at Bernie's. No yeah, problem. yeah, yeah. Well, that's funny you say that because a lot of people uh, confuse him with. Uh, Andrew McCarthy. Yeah. 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 They, they're very, they could be brothers almost. Uh, they're in almost the same types of movies. So yeah, that's uh, the, uh, nice. That's, that's, that's the beginning of the shit sandwich. That's the bun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me go to mine here. Now, now mine starts out a little shit. Oh, but then, okay. But then it goes, uh, to be honest with you, a lot of these probably are, are mid grade. If you look on IMDb, there uh-huh. aren't any award winners on mine right, too, but they're yeah. movies that I always loved. And I always, and you should pull up the, when I say the name of this movie, you should pull it up. Uh, just so you can look at what the monster looks like. Okay. And this is 1980s Humanoids from the Deep. Ooh. Uh, look at Humanoids from the Deep Monster. 1980 also because it was a remake and it was horrible. Not that this one was anything better, but I loved it. I thought this one, I saw an image from this movie in Fangoria when I was like 10 that scared the shit out of me. Really? And it was just the final like shot of the film. For some reason, they showed the final shot of the film. And this is a Roger Corman, like, monster creature movie that was done on a string shoot budget. It was 80 minutes long, and it was so funny, and it was so gross. It was Rob Bottin, who ended up doing, like, some serious horror stuff. He's the one who did the howling and... uh, the thing, uh-huh. so he's like really good. And some of the creature, the creature effects were cheesy. Creatures, to tell. no, I, I like mean, them. It, it, it's cool, but it's uh, you now type in baby, baby, yeah, because I'm gonna ruin that for the ending of the movie too. That something happens with a baby. So basically, what's going on here? And it has a very Jaws kind of shanty, like the fog. You know how that feel the fog had yeah. that like fisherman's wharf type right. yeah. area, and that's what's going on with this. And they're all salmon fishers, and there's a creature. It's very creature than Black Lagoon in yeah. a lot of ways. The tail, so it's, they, we don't see how this creature came about or what you could tell. They talked about gene manipulation and stuff like that, but there was never a concrete thing. This actually had more of a plot than most Corman movies did. <laughs> <laughs> they, they established who the assholes in the group were. Uh, what's the guy from... Uh, Damn, Rick, uh, Vic Morrow was the main asshole in the movie, mm-hmm. and he played an asshole, and I feel bad for him no, because he, he's the guy who died on Twilight Zone. I was going to say, why uh, does that name sound familiar? Yeah, yeah, the Twilight Zone, the movie, if you're not familiar, uh, he, he played a racist motherfucker in yeah. that movie, and he played a racist motherfucker in this movie. Really? And I'm like, how many movies did Vic Morrow play a racist in? He Jeez. just must have been good. Some people are just good at playing the assholes or the villains, and I, I hope that's Some, just the sometimes case. Sometimes it's true. Yeah, yeah sometimes <laughs> it is true. I, from all accounts, it's not with him, and he had a horrible ending if you're not familiar how this how these people anyone involved spielberg being one of them in the production was ever to do anything after this the there was a scene in the the if you're familiar with twilight zone the movie there's like four segments and the first one it's about a racist guy and there's a scene where he has to grab these two little asian kids he uh and rescue them from the uh shallow water and there's a helicopter above them you can actually pull this clip up which it's hard to see yeah it's it's very blurry but once you know what's going on it's it's horrifying i mean it's in the movie isn't it no they they cut away a little bit uh, Did from they? it, I don't think he he doesn't die in that scene. They they cut it all together huh. uh, a different way. Uh, so we don't even see that airplane go down. It's in the think. movie. Yeah, <laughs> Poor it, guy. It, it's a good thing it wasn't. Yeah, but because when he gets out there, the helicopter tilts and the blades cut off his head and the two little kids. Oh and god, it's, it's got to be the biggest like horrible Lost. accident yeah. in a movie. Yeah, but this was eighty, so that was probably eighty two. So this was like two years before that. Mm-hmm. He played the asshole, and he was just a racist against uh, this Native American guy, who is uh, on the 
on the wharf with everyone else, and he just doesn't like that he's catching more fish than he is, and right. they're just doing their thing. Yeah, fishermen do that. So an interesting backstory with this movie, and what made it so enjoyable for me, especially for a 12-year-old who was looking for gore and yeah. some TNA, yeah. that the, the a female director directed it, uh-huh. and then um, the story is that Roger Corman was, uh, wanted lots of TNA in it. Yeah, and it was, that no, was a Corman Yeah, and there was staple. no TNA in it, and she refused to do it, so we fired her. Oh, and no he, shit. And, he brought a, and it was done. He brought another uh, director in that only directed TNA. And there oh, was so much TNA God. in this movie that you're like, what, what did they leave in? There must have been, in an 80-minute movie, there must have been like 13 minutes of, of really great titty shots. Too. The Snyder Cut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some really good nudity in it. So if that's your thing, if you're looking for some violence and stuff, it was, it was uh, very enjoyable. But what's basically happening is these creatures uh, are like spawning so they're coming up on land they come on land they're uh-huh. in the water then come on land and yeah. we see them attacking and raping women oh wow and then at the end of the movie we finally see one of them like give birth and oh, everything. And it's wow. the, that image that happens i saw in uh fangoria because the, there's an image of the thing burst out of her stomach kind of like the alien from alien mm. and she's got like these crazy white eyes so it's a, it's affected her dna just having the baby inside her and the baby's like this weird monster creature and everything and it was was gross as hell and i remember just seeing a bloody image of it and going what the fuck is that movie and it took me years to be able to find it uh humanoids from the deep but it was super enjoyable man they had a lot of really good special effects like i said there was a creature that came out on the land and there was these two people making out and the creature came up behind him and swiped this guy's face and when he turned his face around the face was like completely gone you're like oh man this was like really on the cusp of uh, that latex, foam latex. Right, yeah. And it looked phenomenal. So I really? think Rob Boutine probably got the thing job because of uh, Humanoids from the Deep. Huh. You seeing that baby? I'm trying to find <laughs> it. I can, see, I can see the picture of the lady screaming with the pregnant belly. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. Oh, it's gross, man. <laughs> you can probably find this movie uh, maybe on YouTube or something. Pull up Dead Baby. Yeah. Uh, Humanoids <laughs> from the Deep. Don't ever Google Dead yeah. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Justin's right. I will retract that last statement. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> it's going to turn out bad for you. If you if you learn one thing from today's pod. <laughs> uh, and there was a lot of really, it was a a lot of stuff reminded me of other Corman stuff like Piranha because it all centered around this kind of festival at the end, this like almost carnival-like atmosphere on the docks. And right when the carnival is bursting out, all the creatures, and they, I guess they only had like three suits, but they did it in a, such a good way that they looked like there was about 30 of them, these oh, creatures wow. coming up. It wasn't just one of them. Right. So during the festival, it, the last 15 minutes was great. I mean, people were getting killed and slashed and screaming, and it was and the creatures were had one set mind dude they were people running from and the killing people and they're just going for people women's oh, tops wow. man they, <laughs> they do that they swipe the woman's top she screams her boobs flap they run around and, and he, he ends up killing a man it, it's like that is like the perfect movie for a 12 year old oh this is the perfect like <laughs> exploitation horror yeah. kind of 70s still feels like that 70s movie oh. i loved it 1980 yeah. Humanoids in the Deep. It's always one of my favorite Corman movies. <laughs> and every time I see like a Corman montage, I, I'm always excited when they show the clips for Hollywood Boulevard and Humanoids from the Deep. Arguably, I think his two most exploitive films, and they're just hilariously mm. done. One's a horror comedy, and one's just a comedy action. Really great. Huh. So that's somewhat of a shit sandwich I guess if yeah. you're if you were waiting for Jaws I guess it was bad but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right what we got we got All some right. lettuce here yeah we got some, we got some some good taste <laughs> some in rotten here. lettuce oh no you got some good ones yeah um now, now it's funny though because like 
I'm surprised we've never talked about this movie. Mm-hmm. It's not. There's a lot we haven't talked about. Yeah. I mean, there definitely um, is. 2001's uh, Behind Enemy Lines. Oh, interesting. This is the Owen Wilson, Gene Hackman movie. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Which was really good, I always man. confused with Bat 21, which was almost the same thing. Except really? Except Gene Hackman was behind Enemy Lines. Oh, and really? And being talked through it huh. instead of Owen Wilson. No shit. Yeah, I always thought that was that. interesting. Uh, because I, was, I knew about this movie for sure, and I've seen it, but I haven't seen it in so long. Yeah, and yeah. This, I remember liking it because I always liked Gene Hackman, man. Gene yeah. Hackman can sell a role. And, and I have to say, it's surprising... How good Owen Wilson was in this. Yeah, movie. this was early in his career. Yeah, too. no, he really sold this role. Um, what year was this? This had to have been 2001. Like, oh, 2001. Yeah. All right, that's even later than I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was even in the 90s. I thought it was in the 90s, too. Yeah, yeah 2001, still pretty 90s. Yeah, I guess um, it, is. it does have a carryover there. Yeah. So, Owen Wilson is a, uh, he's like a, a Navy pilot, and Basically, him and his, uh, he's, he's not the actual pilot that flies. Mm-hmm. He's like the guy that sits in the back of the he's cockpit. He's the back guy. Yeah, you know. The back door man. Exactly. <laughs> um, and they're out on, well, they're, they're, they haven't gone on the mission yet. He goes and he talks to Gene Hackman and he says, like, look, I'm, I'm putting in my letter of resignation. You know, I thought that I was going to be a fighter pilot and I was going to see action. And, you know, I never do anything. Like, basically, I'm tired of not living my dream, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and very shortly, and Gene Hackman tries to talk him out of it, you know, um, and he gives, uh, Owen Wilson gives him the letter of resignation, mm-hmm. but you know, he, he doesn't file it yet. Um, and very shortly after, I don't know if it's like that day or the next day, um, they're ordered to go on a flyby, um, and go and take some pictures of stuff. Um, and they end up accidentally, and I forget I'm trying to remember what city they were in. Um, I think it was, or what country? I think it might have been like Croatia or something like that. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't even remember what or country. Serbia, it was. maybe something. I want to look um, at when Gene Hackman stopped doing movies. He was lucky that he got in there for this movie, Owen Wilson, to be able to work with him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Welcome to Mooseport is definitely his last picture. And yeah. That was 2004. Jeez, so this was, was like, it yeah. really? God, oh, this doesn't... is his like third to last movie. After Behind Enemy Lines, he did Runaway Jury and then Welcome to Mooseport, and he was done. Runaway Jury was good. Yeah. Was... All of his fucking movies are good. If you go down Gene Hackman's oh. list, we need to do a whole... I think we did a little bit of a Gene Hackman one. We may have. Back when we were doing the pairings way right, back in yeah, the day, I think yeah. we did Gene Hackman. All right, continue on listening. No, no, you're fine. Um, so they... They take a picture of this, like, um, mass genocide of this mm. grave, and to be honest, I don't know if they know immediately that they did or not, um, but there's, you know, and I'm, I'm going to say Serbian soldiers, and it's just a shot in the dark. If we have any <laughs> listeners in Serbia, please don't get look it up real me. quick. Um, I'm right there, so. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, anyways, they're there, and they have, like, surface-to-air missiles you know, set up there because they're basically taking over this country and nobody knows about it yet. And so they're trying to do it without anybody finding out. Um, and they get the flyby pictures of it. So they start launching surface to air missiles at them. And Bosnia. Bosnia. It's way off. Samsonite. <laughs> um, you know, so they That's start, a place you wouldn't want to live. Yeah, yeah no kidding. <laughs> um, and so I, I have to say the, the scene where they're being chased by the missiles. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's incredibly yeah. intense. Like, and it looks super realistic, um, but unfortunately, they end up getting shot down, um, and Owen Wilson's partner gets killed. 
And so he's supposed to make it to this extraction point, and he's now being hunted by these, you know, Bosnian soldiers. And there's one in particular guy. Um, I'm gonna see if I can bring him up here. I, I think have a cast here too. I think it was uh, Joaquim de Almedia. Oh, I see him. Yeah, yeah. He plays a he plays a drug lord a lot. I think he was one of the drug lords in Twenty Four. Okay, no, I was wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was wrong. He was Vladimir, in Desperado. Vladimir Mashkov is the tracker, and dude, he's just like a lone sniper that just goes in the woods to to hunt after Owen Wilson, and the movie just becomes a chase between him trying to get to the extraction point before he's found by these soldiers. Oh yeah, he's got a very. Uh Eastern European look. Yeah, yeah. He was in uh, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, too. Oh, really? Um, And so, like, there's this one part where he's on the run, and I think this might might even have been in the trailer, where he's running through this small, like, portion of the town, and Mm. there's trip lines set up all through the town, um, and he's walking along, and he sees these kids, like, they're skipping, but they're not really skipping. He realizes they're stepping over something, Mm -hmm. and it's like... A hundred yards of landmines and tripwires, and oh, he realizes awesome. he's like standing right at the edge of that, you mm-hmm. know. And so he's trying to figure out what he's going to do, and he starts walking across them, and a vehicle pulls up with three Russian soldiers or uh, three Bosnian soldiers, and they've got AK-47s, and they're going to start shooting at him, and they don't really realize where they are either. And the lead guy goes to like plant his foot to start shooting, and sets on a tripwire. And it sets off the whole field in a chain reaction. Nice. Oh, dude, that scene is so like intense Man, to I'm watch. I'm forgetting all about this movie, and I know I've seen it. I remember uh, where I was when I saw yeah, it. Yeah, dude. So he ends up getting to the extraction point, and he calls Gene Hackman to say, like, you know, I made it. Like, I'm ready for extraction. Yeah. And Gene Hackman has to tell him the extraction point is no good anymore, mm-hmm. and now you have to get to this other place. And they do this cool shot when he like looks at the map. And realizes where he has to get to. They do like a fast motion aerial view oh, of cool. all the landscape to yeah, where yeah. he has to go. That's cool. Um, so, you know, now he's made it and he has to go another, you know, huge long voyage. And like, and Gene Hackman has to tell him like time and time again, like, look, we're going to get you out of there. Like, Dude, it's such a good Does he movie. ever have a scene with him at all? Was there with Gene a, Hackman? Uh, yeah. With Gene well, Hackman? he has one in the beginning. At the beginning. And then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, at, the, at the end. At the end, yeah. 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 Um, uh, but but most of Gene Hackman's stuff is just by himself, isn't it? Well, he's on. Yeah, he's he's usually. I wonder on, if that's one of the reasons he agreed to do the movie. He, he's probably on the way out of doing movies, and he was probably like, "I'll do it," but I want it to be all one location. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's on. He's on the uh, the aircraft carrier like yeah, the entire yeah. time, yeah. except for in the end, he's in uh, he's in a helicopter. Yeah. You know, um, probably need, pretty easy to shoot for Gene Hackman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I mean, dude, the cat and mouse game and the chase and stuff, dude, it's an exhilarating movie. Like, yeah. and I haven't seen it in forever. I, like I said, I refreshed it, but like, man, what a great movie that was. I'll have to check it out, man. I totally forgot about it. Yeah. yeah. And it was always one that I enjoyed though. All right. My next one goes really well with yours. Oh, good. Uh, and we've talked about it once. Hot shots. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think we've talked about it once before, way back, like yeah. maybe episode 50 or something. Yeah. And, uh, I loved it, man. I always grew up loving this movie. What one, uh, I can tell you exactly what number. Uh, 176. Jesus. You can believe that shit, man. I mean, 24 away from 200. It's That's crazy. nuts, dude. 24 away from another uh, uh, trivia challenge. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this was a movie I always, I'm telling you, I got sold on movies so much because of pay-per-view back in the day. Oh, yeah. When, uh, I don't know if, you, those of you listening didn't realize what 
old school pay-per-view was is there was a station and that station just played trailers so yeah. no matter if i rented it or not you had to like pick up the phone to call the uh the number Cable company and they yeah. would order it and they would start right up and you'd watch it and we used to get in trouble all the time obviously <laughs> because we were ordering stuff we shouldn't why be. do we have a 700 cable bill Paul? Yeah, yeah. oh yeah it was that <laughs> it was dave <laughs> <laughs> i i tried not to push it too much but if like my cousin was over and something like that and we wanted i remember renting they live but I loved that station. That station was so... Uh, you making noise over there? No, it, not at I, all. I called your ass out. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, I loved that station almost as oh, much yeah. as watching the movies. <laughs> I just would watch the same trails over and over again to the point where I was like, I got to see this movie yeah. because the trail makes it look so good. I remember when they used to have the trailers on the TV Guide channel. Yeah. And I would yeah. sit there and just watch the oh, TV Guide channel. It was so great, man. In <laughs> uh, this movie, 1988's The Rescue. Do you remember The Rescue with Kevin Dillon? This seems, not a whole lot of famous people. It's an in this airplane movie. movie, right? It's no, it's not an airplane movie. A lot of people I'm confuse it Eagle. with Iron Eagle. Yeah. It came around very close to the Iron Eagle, and it had a somewhat similar plot, which was still and, not uh, as good as Top Gun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, no, I liked Iron Eagle better than Top Gun. I know you did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. We had a big fucking uh, thing about that. I totally forgot. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? You almost had me thinking it. Yeah. Uh, the rescue beat both of them anyway. So oh yeah, matter. okay. So. I love this movie so much that I actually wrote a script with a the uh, the concept of rescuing lost parents, mm-hmm. and that's what I really oh, yeah. thought this was fantastic in the movie. So, in it, it was a short movie. It's ninety minutes long. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it started. Kevin Dillon was the most famous person in the movie. Yeah, the, uh, there was a couple other kids. Is this redheaded kid that back in the day everyone thought it was Ron Howard's son because it looked just like him, but it wasn't Ron Howard's son. Uh huh. Skippy from Family Ties was in it. <laughs> Do you remember Skippy? I don't. He was that like goofy neighbor that was obsessed with uh, Justine Bateman that used to come over all the time, and he was just think, that goofy. He was like the Urkel of Family Ties. Basically. I think all I can put in is Styles. Styles. No, I don't know who from that Teen is. Wolf. Oh, Teen Wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, not him. <laughs> uh, so all these kids lived on a army base or yeah i think they were army or navy damn military it, it was military their parents were special ops mm. and they lived on the base in south korea mm. well what they realized was they had a uh, submarine go off uh course and it ended up going to the bottom of the ocean in south korea in north korea oh, territory shit. so they have to slip in <clears throat> grab the intel from the submarine and blow up the submarine they don't care about getting it back they just right. want the intel and they want to blow it up yeah so they go the parents say goodbye to their kids that's kind of our exposition you you realize kevin dylan's in like a rocky relationship with his dad he's like the he's the leather coat motorcycle riding motherfucker right. not gonna be told yeah. what to do yeah and uh the uh the red-headed kid his dad his dad was awesome in uh, Nightbreed. I don't know how hell you remember Nightbreed. I... He played the sheriff, the the redheaded sheriff who just smoked cigars and was like a wild man. I loved him. I think uh, I remember him. He was in that. There was another. Uh, so uh, the redheaded kid and his sisters. That was his parents. And then Skippy didn't have a parent. He actually did. His parent was James Cromwell, but he was like the admiral. Mm-hmm. That uh, Skippy had to go into his office and bug under the table to realize what happened. Because what actually happens is they go there, they get the intel, they blow it up, they get to the surface. North Koreans are there. Of course, snatch yeah. them, bring them back to the prison Ooh, camp. No boy, Something no. goes wrong. James Cromwell says we can't get them. It's gonna. It's going to screw up diplomatic ties and everything like that. And they were like, well, they could possibly kill him. I said, well, that sucks, but we can't go get him. (laughs) And the kids, uh, because they wanted to know what was going on, so Skippy slipped in, put a bug underneath the James Cromwell's table, and they heard the whole thing. They were going to let him die. We got to do something, man. And 
It's not like Iron Eagle where he had to take a plane over there. They could get there on a boat as long as they get a boat. Mm-hmm. So they they steal Skippy's mom's car. Skippy, uh, I just gonna call him Skippy. Yeah, why not? Uh, he he dresses up like his mom. He put he puts a dress on and like fake big boobs, and he gets past the checkpoint with all of them in the trunk mm-hmm. or all of them in the back seat. And then he gets over there, and they're gonna go and they're gonna buy a boat by from some gangsters and everything, and shit doesn't go right. And they realize the little brother—they have like a nine-year-old little brother who's in the trunk of the car. Yeah, oh, he gets fuck. out, and Skippy's—Skippy wasn't gonna go with him. He was just bringing him over there to get the boat and everything, and mm. shit went bad uh, buying the boat. And they busted guns out, and they uh, Skippy had to get him out of this horrible situation. So he put like something on the uh, on the accelerator, and it had it go straight towards him and running up against this barrier and everything just to cause a distraction. And then when it ended up going into the ocean and shit started exploding, and then they end up stealing the boat. Oh, nice! And they, get, how you do they it. get they get out, but they have to take the little brother with them too. Mm-hmm. So now there's four of them. You've got uh, Kevin Dillon, you've got Skippy, you got the little brother, and you got the uh, the redheaded guy and his sister. And they're going over there, and they uh, realize that the the. There was a mission that was scrubbed, so they have the plans for the mission. Mm-hmm. So they're going to just follow the mission the way it was going. Right. And they had a contact over there in North Korea, and they they met the contact, and the contact's like, your parents are looking for you. They know what's going on. i got to take you back with me. He says, no, we're not going back. He said, this is, we're going to do this with or without you. Yeah. And he's like, I can't believe you guys even got here. He said, yeah. how the hell did you even get here? <laughs> yeah. And he's showing them some video of where the uh, thing is, and there's going to be like this. Uh, <clears throat> he said, that's too late. And they were like, what do you mean it's too late? They didn't kill our parents, did they? He said, no. They're going to be transferred tomorrow to the like Penang prison or something, and we'll probably never see him again. He's like, well, we got to go tonight. And they have like a firework explo- uh, ceremony that's going to happen when when they when they do this, so they know where it's gonna be. Uh, Isn't it great how those are always so conveniently know, timed? Like, oh, that's the once in five hundred years <laughs> yeah. festival. It's the <laughs> biggest fireworks celebration of the year. So they end up getting into the uh, the compound. They escape from this guy's camp. They they go into the tunnels. They go into the sewers. They come up and they they get in there. And uh, they're in, like, this one room, and they can see where the cells are. And Kevin Dillon takes one of the guards out and puts a suit on. And said so he's walking in there with his uniform, and he waits till these other guys walk out. And he sees the cells are in the ground. They're like, so you look down on the prisoners. Oh, it's like a concrete kind of regular room, but the things are in the bottom, and they would stand up and, like, pour water on them and shit like that right. and everything. So all their fathers are in their in own separate cells. And if they want to... They can jump up and hold the bars and look up, but that's about all they can do. Right. Kevin Dillon waits till there's one last guy, and he fights this guy. This scene is probably one of my top. I, I was thinking I need to come up with like a list of the top hundred scenes ever. Oh yeah. Just for my own uh, yeah, use. That would be and fun. And this would be on it, man. I love this scene. This whole scene makes it for the movie, where Kevin Dillon's got a. Uh, he has a gun, and I don't know what the hell he thinks he's going to do. He can't fire the gun, or it's going to alert everyone that he's there. Yeah. So the guy immediately knocks it out of his hand, and they have this uh, this all-out brawl that ends up leading on top of the uh, of the bars. Oh, wow. And he's he's centered in, a, in just the right way where his dad can't see his face. He's on his dad's cell, uh-huh. and his dad reaches up and grabs the guy's neck right and, and holding him down while uh, Kevin Dillon's grabbing the knife from him, and then the dad cracks the guy's neck and when he cracks his neck he moves it to the side and he's face to face with his son oh wow and he can't believe it and he falls back and this guy sells it man his eyes are like i can't believe this and kevin Dillon puts his hand out and he grabs his hand it's like it's on man yeah hell yeah and it's super exciting the next 15 minutes where they get all the guys and they can't believe their kids are there and everything and they finally get on an airplane it's this great moment when they're in the sky 
and fighter jets are coming. They finally get over South Korea. They're like, we made it, we made yeah. it. But they stole a North Korean like oh, airplane. Fuck. So they're like, they think we're North Koreans. Right, yeah. They said, they're going to fire on us. And they they open the top hatch because they're pretty low. They're, they're losing fuel and they're going to go down anyways, mm. one way or another. They just don't want to get shot down. Right. And uh, they're pretty low, so they open the hood and they stick the nine-year-old kid up who opens his shirt up and he's wearing a Bruce Springsteen <laughs> shirt. <laughs> and the, the music was awesome. Yeah. And then, ah, it was such a fantastic movie. That Very, sounds fun. The music and everything, it made it a real kind of uh, thrilling movie. I yeah. loved it, man. Was it born in the USA? Born in the USA. Was that, yeah? No, that was The Rescue. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, check it out. The Rescue, man. It was great. 1988 film. Most people haven't seen it, but I loved it. All right. All right. Well, we got we, we got a good uh, one here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got we got a couple we, good we ones couple left good ones. before, you know. <laughs> um, let's see here. It's like Dave ended with Plague Dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So this one, I like you, uh, I'll follow you your suit on this. Nice. This we've talked about one time, long time ago. So much fun of a movie. 1996, The Frighteners. Ah, The Frighteners, man. Yeah, I love dude. The Frighteners. A lot of people don't realize this is a Peter Jackson movie. It's one of the Peter Jackson movies that people think Peter Jackson, they think Lord of the Rings, they think The Hobbit. Right. And this was way before that, man. Fun-ass yeah. movie. Dude, so much fun, man. Um, so basically, I mean... Michael J. Fox? Michael J. Fox is um, a medium. Well, he he has like a near-death experience, mm-hmm. and that then basically enables him to talk to spirits and see ghosts and stuff like yep. that. And that's the business that he's in. <clears throat> and pretty much the whole town thinks he's full of shit, yep. you know, um, until like these murders start happening, and they're basically like copycat murders of this old... Um, this old murderer, you yeah. know what I mean, and and they're trying to figure it out and everything, and like, I'm trying. Who's the who's the the girlfriend? Um, the lady from Pulp Fiction. Freeze you, motherfuckers! Oh, oh, Amanda Plummer. Yeah, yeah. There's like four crazy motherfuckers in this movie. Yeah, dude. Amanda Plummer's one of them. Jake Busey. Yes. Jeffrey Combs. Yes. And Dee Wallace. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Dee Wallace never used to be crazy, but she became crazy later in her life, like mm, in movies, not in right. real life. Uh, she's the ET mom. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and we always knew her as the sweet ET mom, and then she went kind of wild with horror movies, and she's a horror queen now. Yeah. Oh, dude. And then you you can't forget. Arlie Emery. Or Arlie Emery, Emery was dude. good. Isn't Shay McBride in this? Isn't he the black guy? Yes. Yeah, he's yeah. really good in this. Oh, dude. I never, what I never understood with this movie, and uh, they never realized, I don't think they they knew how to market this movie. Yeah. They, they were confused. Should we market it as a comedy? Should we market it as a horror movie? Yeah. Because it was both. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, dude. I, I mean, but at some point, like that second half of the movie was hard. It got dark, It was, it was dark. Yeah, it was like hard, when, uh, when that guy takes his shirt off, dude, and he's just covered in... Carved and burned yep. pagan symbols and stuff like that. Who was that. the guy uh, that had that on? Was that Jeffrey Combs? Yeah, or? yeah. yeah. So he, this was one of the first movies where he played an absolute wild man. Dude, he was. He's nuts. Herbert West in Reanimator. If anyone is a horror fan up yeah. there, which is where I kind of learned about him, and then he, he's been a crazy man ever since. Oh, dude, I love him. And uh, and so. Basically, as the movie goes along, he falls in love. You know, um, I forget who. Well, he's got a scam going on too, isn't it? Uh, that's the kind of main gist before it actually gets serious. Is he's kind of got a relationship with these ghosts, which he right. will. Yeah, he will, he's got uh, three three ghosts or two ghost friends, I think, yeah. that help him. Like, okay, we get it. I'm telling you, it's like oh, we, it's, it's like we do the pods in the bird sanctuary. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> 
Um, and that you're right. They they help move things around the room yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. In so order he, for him. is he clearing houses or is he just? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, if that that's his what thing. it is. He gets rid of like poltergeists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'll stuff. clear Good it call. For you, Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I knew that was his his end to this world, but then shit got crazy and he he got seriously being chased by like death and everything else. So. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you come to find out, and again, I'm not. It's wild card. Get used to it. You know, you, <laughs> you, you, you <laughs> we roll around yeah. here. Um, you come to find out that it's the ghost of Jake Busey mm-hmm. who was the. You know, <laughs> Jake Busey's a wild man. Oh, dude. dude. And like he's got the scar and he's got the shaved head. It's that from... big ass mouth when he uses those oh, teeth just God, right. Dude. Like, oh, he's so great. I love He's great, him man. Movies, I d- you don't see him in a much. He like disappeared forever and then he showed up in the Predator, man. We yeah. were like, where the fuck is Jake Busey? He's real, you know? Um, and and I love that. Uh, What's his name? The, the drill sergeant, Arlie Emery. Yeah, um, he's so good. You can't dude. mistake that voice, dude. Oh yeah, but when he comes, he runs the cemetery. Yeah, he, he take you know he tells all the ghosts what to do and shit. And at that point where uh, Jake Busey's ghost is still shrouded in like mm-hmm. the death cloak, you know, there's that scene where unfortunately he kills the ghost of Arlie Emery. But you know he pulls out those two huge. Yeah, machine they realize guns that and, this guy can kill ghosts. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh man, dude. Uh, so- John Amos was one of the not John. John Amos is from Die Hard too. Nah. For good times, what's the guy for Gomez? Uh, damn, he oh, Gomez. Um, he was in this. Was he? He, really? he played the older. Uh, you can always tell his voice too. He's uh, Rudy's dad. What the fuck is uh, Rudy's name in real life? So, uh, John Ashton. John oh. Ashton. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. John Ashton. If you tap John Ashton Frighteners up, you'll see his character. Oh yeah, he yeah. Is. He's a very well known yeah. uh, guy. I loved him in this too. Yeah, but it's dude, it's just such yeah, a fun movie. Yeah, that last 20 minutes was like just friggin' exciting, dude. Yeah, dude. Exciting. It was exciting and it was dark and like I mean, he basically had to like die so that he could mm. become a ghost in order to be able to fight Jake Busey and like uh what's his name the uh, Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson's director of the movie. He had such an interesting uh start and progression with the movies he did. Mm. Cuz he started doing like the Dave would know what I'm talking about when I say Meet the Feebles. Meet the Feebles was like a dirty nasty raunchy Muppet show really movie that he did like Muppets are shooting up and they're having sex and it's it's gross you yeah. don't even want to watch it yeah. it's, it's, that's why Dave says he's scarred by Meet the Feebles yeah. <laughs> and that was his first movie then he did Dead Again which is arguably the most bloody movie you've ever seen they actually flooded the sets with blood it was so oh crazy oh my god and Dead Again was great and he did a couple more like indie horror movies and then he, his most mainstream was The Frighteners and then off of The Frighteners he, he did like Beautiful Creatures which was a dramatic movie Mm-hmm. Uh, and then from that he went and did Lord of the Rings. You were like, "Who the hell is this guy?" Yeah. And then he became like uber famous and uh, did King Kong and everything else he did. Man, yeah, he had a very interesting start, Peter Jackson. Yeah, but I, I just I, it was I, huge back in the day. I remember I it. The, I, I loved this movie. The, the thing was, is like you're right though. I mean, it was huge to people who knew about yeah. it. People who knew about it and people who saw it were, yeah. oh, you haven't seen it's this, a, you got it. Certainly a cult movie, but no one mentions it. No one talks no, about I, it a lot. And, and, and it was so good and so yeah. well done. And fuck, man, it's got Michael J. Fox in it. Yeah. Go watch it. Yeah, yeah man. You know, like, a great starring role by Michael J. Fox, yeah. too. I mean, they could have went. It was something other, something I, different than I'd ever seen him in. You know, I love like, when they do that later in, especially Michael J. Fox's career, he was thrown in a couple movies that you in a million years never would have thought him in that role but we're super happy that somebody mm-hmm. did you know and this was that case you know yeah. because they could have put somebody else in that role oh easily but Michael J. Fox was so enjoyable to, yeah. to watch in that role you know <laughs> this and uh, Secret of My Success oh I love Secret of My Success I, that's gonna have to be on another that's another movie that point. no We've one never seems to talk about it, about it. Yeah. yeah we never talked about Ooh, that bow, there's bow. a lot of his ones I, I was looking at the other day uh, Greedy or uh, uh, 
Bright Lights in Big City, which didn't actually work too well. He played like a heroin addict, and oh wow, and it, you didn't kind of buy it. Come, like, on, come on, Marty, it's Michael J. Man, <laughs> kick the kick the habit, Marty. <laughs> All right, <laughs> my next one here. This one you probably are familiar with, oh. and I hadn't seen it since back in the day, man. Uh, 1987's Lawrence Fishburne, Hoodlum. Oh shit, dude! Damn. I think I've seen this like one time. Uh. So and it was man. probably in like '92. Yep. He yeah. played Bumpy Johnson. That's right. Yeah, that's what I call we catfish. All, we all know about yeah. you, Bumpy Johnson. <laughs> What's interesting too is remember Bumpy Johnson in American History or American Gangster yeah. was played by Clarence Williams III. Yeah, and in this, Clarence Williams III was one of the main actors in it. Really, but he played like the underling of. Bumpy ja- uh, Johnson played by um, Lawrence Fishburne. Huh. And basically, Bumpy Johnson, if you're not familiar, he's basically the Al Capone of Harlem, mm. you know, at the time, right before Frank, uh, the guy from American Gangster, Frank took over. White. Frank White took over. It was Bumpy Johnson for years and years and years. And this was the time during, like, Lucky Luciano and mm-hmm. Dwight Schultz and uh, Meyer Lansky and all those big-time uh, criminals. Like, when Al Capone was doing his thing in Chicago, in New York, it was a whole different slew of gangsters. Yeah. Mainly Lucky Luciano. And Lucky Luciano in this movie was played by Andy Garcia. Really well played by Andy Garcia. And Dutch Schultz was played by Tim Roth. Brilliantly played by Tim Roth. You forget all those great roles Tim Roth played oh, dude, back in great. the day, like uh, Rob Roy. He played that scumbag in Rob huh. Roy, and uh, what was another one with him? Even like that uh, Tim Burton uh, playing the apes. I was he was the best person in that movie, in my opinion. I don't remember him in that. Uh, yeah, he played the lead ape. So he, okay. he was in makeup yeah. and everything. Him and Michael Clark Duncan were the kind yeah. of bad apes in that movie. Uh, so I loved him in this. Racist as a motherfucker in this, but probably pretty accurate. And uh, Che McBride uh, was amazing in this. Probably the best thing I'd ever seen Che McBride in. He played huh. like the uh, the second in charge to Bumpy Johnson in this movie. Uh, <clears throat> and Bumpy Johnson wasn't really in charge at the beginning of the movie. And this was one of the main reasons I, I picked this movie because Cicely Tyson is like the main mobster in this. And she just died like a week ago. Really? And I was like, I was, I looked her up and I was, I was like, man, I've seen Cicely Tyson in a bunch of different movies. I remember seeing her busting loose with Richard Pryor back in the day. And it was a couple other flicks that I had seen her in. And she had just done something recently. And then I was like, hoodlum. I was like, totally forgot about that movie, man. And uh, she played the, the main mobster who people were trying to kill. And basically Bumpy took over for her. She had ended up having to go to jail in the movie. And, and this was based on a true story. So yeah. in real life, when she went into jail, Bumpy just took over her kind of stuff and just elevated big time on that. And it was basically him, Bumpy Johnson, fighting with with Dutch Schultz. And Clarence Williams III was, at the beginning with Bumpy, turns out he was kind of uh, uh, a traitor and he was part of Dutch's crew. And then towards the end went back to Bumpy Johnson. It was a crazy kind of thing with him. But there's a great scene in the movie where Mike Starr, so... You know Mike Starr. I'm trying to think he's, of who it uh, is. Your, he's your boy from uh, Last Dragon. He's also the, from uh, Dumb and Dumber. Want to hear the words? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big guy. He played yeah. uh, the guy from Goodfellas. Yeah. Big dude from Goodfellas. Huge. And I, I love him in everything. He was also in the Ice... Uh, um, what's the movie? The Ice thing that Dave loved with Billy Bob Thornton. Ice Harvest. He was great in that, oh. too. Uh, so at some point, Dutch Schultz wants to put a hit on... on uh, Bumpy Johnson one of the best scenes in the movie he calls this brother team in who go in with pickaxes and they go in and they assassinate whoever you want with pickaxes oh, they're wow. huge yeah. big motherfuckers Mike Starr is huge well they got his real life brother 
to be in the movie. Really? And his real life brother, I didn't realize, was also famous and a character actor that I've watched fucking forever. Really? He played Chainsaw's dad in summer school. Yeah. He also played uh, Henry Hill's dad in Goodfellas. Remember, he's the one that uh, said, I got a letter from your school today. They said you hadn't been there in a month. And he yeah. takes his belt off and starts beating yeah. him. He was also in the movie Relentless with Judd uh, Nelson. He played Judd Nelson's dad. Uh same, uh, uh, his last name is Star. So if you pulled up like the Star brothers, Bo Star, Bo Stars, looks just like him. Yeah, he looks just like him. Their scene was so great. They they barely had anything to say, and what they did say was during the assa- assassination, as they're going in and killing people, they're playing this game with each other where they were like best roast beef sandwich, and they, they, <laughs> they met and they say the other one will say the name of the place in New York that right. they think so. Yeah. They were like stage best, deli, be, yeah, yeah, best donuts. Yeah. They they do this back and forth as they're breaking into a place, and it's really oh, wow. a fun scene. Yeah, and when they get in there, they they unfortunately they get their asses handed to them. Oh really? Wait, they get it was an awesome fight scene, and they had their pickaxes, and they're trying to kill people with the pickaxes. But Lawrence Fisher and is one step ahead of him and kills. He's got a both. gun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you brought a pickaxe to a gunfight, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't care how big and bad you Didn't are. Did you see the Untouchables, yeah. man? Come I can, on. I can hit you from 40 feet. <laughs> yeah. These guys are, are menacing, though. I mean, they're yeah. big. I mean, I oh, think they're sure. both like 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, 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 yeah. Uh, <clears throat> should have both been wrestlers for sure. That seems one a great of my, tag team. <clears throat> yeah. That seems one of my favorite. My other uh, favorite is Shane McBride, man. Puts in a great performance, man. There's a scene where he he ends up leaving Bumpy Johnson's crew and gets wasted. And he ends up getting confronted by Dutch Schultz men. He says, you don't have anything to worry about anymore. I'm out of the business. I'm out of this. They kidnap him. And they like, well, since you're out of the business, you can tell us everything we want to know. And he's like, I ain't telling you shit, dude. And I think he's technically, I think he's Bumpy Johnson's cousin, too. Mm -hmm. So they torture the fuck out of him. And he ain't saying shit. Mm. And they just keep torturing him and torturing him. And they end up finding him, man. And they can tell that they tortured the hell out of him. And they got shit out of him, man. It was such an enjoyable gangster movie that you... I'm going to have you, to rewatch this it, for it's, sure. It's really good, man. Yeah. And it's they've made so many gangster movies. And I love all of them. Well, it's and a especially genre that when I they're like. based on true stories like yep. that. You know yep. what I mean? Like, yeah. And, I mean, they're all Capone and stuff. To hear uh, them do another one from the... the Because every major city had their gangster oh, back yeah. then. And Harlem, obviously, was going to have theirs. Yeah. And Bumpy Johnson was it, man. Well, and, I mean, also just to add that crossover to American Gangster and to put in that perspective of Bumpy Johnson you yep. know what I mean like, that's awesome dude yeah really cool man so check it out hoodlum alright um so this one's a fun one uh 2017 oh nice a newer one yeah uh Jumanji welcome to the jungle oh nice yeah, man yeah we have haven't we talked, talked about, about it we, we haven't talked about it we, we talked the first one it? yeah we talked the first one but we ne- like we, oh right, the Robin Williams one no well the the newer first one well, this is the first one. The second one's level uh, level up or something. Oh, well, that's I'm sorry. I got this first one pulled up. I meant for the second okay, one. Okay, so you're, yeah. you're picking the, the the Danny Glover one. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Right. because of Danny Glover and... and, and, uh, and uh, Danny DeVito. Oh, Danny DeVito, yeah, yeah the dude. two like, Dannys, man. Yeah. Um, I loved it. I, I loved the first one, too, so I was I liked like the a, first one better, but the second one was still good. Yeah, it was, yeah. Still, it was still really good. I, I didn't see it in the theater, and I wish I had, you know? No, I didn't either. And um, when it came out in the uh, on Redbox, I remember renting the first one. This was, and I was like, "This is fucking phenomenal." Yeah. I, I sent it to my mom, and she loved it too. And she's like, "Can you send me the Robin Williams one?" I said, "This is a sequel to the uh, the one you just watched too." Yeah. I said, "I'll send you that one too." And I haven't sent it to her yet, but I, I love. Was it Level Up? That's the name. Of it? I think that might be what yeah. it was, or the next level, or something like that. <laughs> um, it, it was genius, man. Because I thought what was great about the first one, I think they just took it to the next level. You know? Yeah. 
the idea that they got all sucked into the game and they're just the avatars. Oh, that, yeah, dude. That Jack Black, The Rock, Kevin Hart, and is it Karen Gillum? She's uh, Nebula. So. Yeah. She's Nebula from uh, from the Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Are the four main people. Am I missing one or is that all four? Well, there's the one guy, what's his name? Styles. Uh, is it Harry Styles? It's one of one of those oh, brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah, the one who's trapped in there. Yeah, I forget. Um, Jonas. He's one of the Jonas brothers. Yeah, 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 Jonas. yeah the Jonas he, brothers. He was good in it, too. Yeah, no, he, he was. Um, Didn't he play the, the Robin Williams character or something? He did in the first one, In yeah. the first one, okay. Yeah, well, I guess in the second one, too. Um, yeah, he was And then in, they have the guy that uh, that's the narrator. Welcome to Jumanji. Yeah, dude, type he's, thing. he's so much fun. Nigel. Nigel, that's um, right. What's his name? Rice Darby. I just so Lee's in the first Barbie. one it was I love how they did it they put Jack Black in like the the sorority girl kind of cheerleading body yeah Kevin Hart was the big uh, he was the backpack guy you know like, yeah he was a back- yeah he was the inventory guy um, <laughs> but he wasn't in, but he was the big black guy he was f- the, the fridge. football player yeah he was fridge and then the the uh, the younger guy from Hereditary was in The Rock yeah. And then the the awkward kind of nerdy girl was the Karen Gillum, the right. novella car- yeah. character. And then they switched it up. So what was it in the second one? So um, she, what's her name? The one you just mentioned last. She stayed in the same character. Okay. So, um, but then Danny Glover becomes Kevin Hart, and Danny DeVito becomes The Rock, <laughs> and um, Jack Black. Yeah, Jack Black is. Let's see, is he Fridge? Yeah, Fridge is Jack Black. Um, Who's the girl? The girl goes in. It's the same girl. But there's two girls. One's the cheerleader and one's the dorky girl. She ends up not being in there for like three quarters of the movie. Oh, really? I've only seen this one once. She has to go and get Nick Jonas, the real guy in real life who plays Nick Jonas' character. I've got to rewatch this one. I remember enjoying it. So at the end of Jumanji, the middle Jumanji movie, I'm just going to call it one and we're going to exclude Robin Williams yeah, okay, for, yeah, yeah. for it's probably, confusion's it's probably sake. probably best. At the end of one, they get rid of the game. Yeah. But it turns out that the kid from Hereditary that The Rock played, mm-hmm. you know, went back and got the game. and But it was broken. Mm-hmm. And so... Just they, nostalgia yeah, purposes? Well, or well, just no, didn't want anyone no, else to get he, their hand he, on it? What he basically says is that, like, he really wanted to feel, like, unstoppable and unbeatable again. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, anytime he wanted to, he could, like, go back in there yeah, and yeah. be The Rock. Gotcha. Um, and he goes in there. We all want to be The Rock. I know, right? <laughs> Who doesn't want to be The Fucking Rock? Come on. Uh, um, and so they're all, like, they've all gone their separate ways after the end of the movie. And this is, like, they're coming back at, like, the holidays or something. for Or spring break is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, for everybody to come back to town and meet up. So they all are supposed to go to this diner, the one they go to at the end of the first one. Yeah. Um, and the main male character, whatever his name is, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, bud, you're, you're the hereditary guy. Yeah. Um, doesn't show up. And so they all go to his house, and Danny DeVito and... Uh, Danny Glover, yeah. Yeah, Danny Glover are there. And they end up going into the video game, and just, just the part where they show up, and Danny Glover and Danny DeVito have no clue what's going on. But it's it's being played through The Rock and Kevin Hart, man. Yeah. If you don't think The oh. Rock has got comedic chops, man, D- did I die and become a muscular Boy Scout? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, yeah. man. And, just and watching the way- them. The way The Rock does Danny DeVo- Danny DeVito's yeah. voice, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? What, are you, what, what are you talking about, what? Jumanji? <laughs> What's Jumanji? Like, oh, it's so much fun. And then um, uh. later on, 
one in the movie, Aquafina, who I'm not a big fan of hers. But I haven't seen her in enough stuff. I just she her personality just yeah. gets on my nerves. I can I can see that. I'm not I can, hating I can, on her. As, I can you see know, that. I, but I think in the right role she could probably kick ass. But but eventually during the movie they realize that there's like this certain type of water that if two of the characters go into and touch, they'll pull like a Freaky Friday and switch characters. Interesting. Man, I totally forgot about that. I know I've only seen this So once. once they come to like the point of, you know, having to get to the final battle or whatever, everybody's all messed up in their characters yeah. and the girl Bethany shows up and she's a horse. <laughs> she, she's a Pegasus horse. God, man, um, I don't remember any of this. I remember watching it and thinking it wasn't as good as number one, but it was pretty it close. It was still good, though. It, it, it's know? hard to beat one because one had the setup. It was you know? still good enough to me that, like, if, and I think they are making a third one. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'll see it. Oh, oh I, I'll watch I, it. I, I, I own both of them. Yeah, I own both of them, um, sure. I don't know, depending on where we're at with coronavirus and theater releases and all that, if I'll see it in the theater, but I Perfect will definitely. theater movie, too, though, man. It's just, Absolutely. It's, it's got it's over-the-top kind of action and wide yeah. scale, and it looks like it was filmed in Hawaii or yeah. something. And, um, and it's just, it's so much fun, man. But, um, so, yeah, when they all switch characters, mm. Aquafina becomes, uh, which Danny? Danny? Why can't I think of his last Robert? name? Nope, the DeVito. other one. Devito. Why could I not think of that? <laughs> um, and and she does a good, almost I think almost better than a good job, a better job than the Rock. That's at being, interesting. That's but, funny, man. I just love how they were able to be. If you're going to do a sequel, you're going to do a prequel, you're going to do something like, just be smart about it. Yeah, you know, yeah. add that little extra element that you were like, wow, I never would have thought of doing that, and that was actually clever. Yeah, because there's, they didn't need to bring Danny Glover and uh no and not at all it was it almost seems like it could have been an afterthought where they were like how are we gonna have another personality in here that we could be funny on yeah how about if they're the grandfather and his best friends just happen to be at the house yep. when they go into the mach- uh, machine yeah. and that's how it happens and uh, a trailer man you watch a trailer you're like oh I'm in you know <laughs> I think one of like my favorite jokes in the whole movie, because you know, in the first one, um, The Rock does that. Like, I mean, he does the people's eyebrow, but but the intense stare, yeah, the yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the smoldering, the smoldering stare. stare. Yeah. It's like what? That's one of my. That's one of my uh, my powers. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and he'll just. Do and the, you hear the bird yeah. chirp in the background, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So great. But it's so funny because in the second one, Danny DeVito does it, but he does it at like the most improper <laughs> moments and like he'll do it and then he'll like open his mouth like an old person would like breathing through their yeah. mouth like hey, <laughs> hey. you know <laughs> it's so fucking it's funny so dude. great man and uh <laughs> and also danny De- danny uh glover's character talks in little short sentences like this yeah with a few pauses and so at first like they're trying to explain like the fridge is trying to explain what Kevin Hart's character is to Danny Glover yeah about being the fact that he's a zoologist and this ostrich runs up to them they're in the middle of the desert and this ostrich just one lone ostrich comes up and you can see him running from far far away yeah. and Kevin Hart talking like Danny Glover <laughs> is like now that there's an ostrich you know what's really interesting about ostriches? And so there's all <laughs> yeah. these... So eventually it gets to them, and The Rock, playing Danny DeVito, goes up to him, and he's like, Hey, shoo! Hey, shoo! Get out of here! You know? <laughs> and he said, When provoked, they'll attack. And the ostrich just hits The Rock on hey. the head and kills him. And Kevin that's Hart... That's right. I, I, that's how much I haven't seen it. I forgot they die and they come Ke- back. Yeah. Kevin Hart looks at the other characters and goes, Did I just kill him like he always said I would? <laughs> 
by talking too slow. <laughs> like, it was so funny, I love man. Kevin like, Hart, man. He's the so action, funny. the comedy, the storyline, yeah. everything. It's a fun fucking Kevin movie, Hart dude. and The Rock should do every movie together. No, they'd be, opinion. dude. I, That's the buddy I, comedy that should always be. I can't be. see them making a movie that I wouldn't eventually see. You know what remake they need to do? And I'll tell you right now. You just you lock it in, million dollars, remake of Twins. Oh, fucking perfect, yep. dude. Absolutely. Perfect. Yep. Like, the, the, why have they not done yeah. that? I'm, I'm going to call, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call, call Ivan right Reitman. Now. He might have the right Hello, Hollywood. <laughs> Listen, my buddy just came up with a great idea. No, 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 no. no don't go to the other line. Listen to what I'm telling you. They hung up on me. They're not going to do it. I don't know. Fucking Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Hollywood. <laughs> Every time I see Kevin Hart on screen, I've listened to a lot of his podcasts, and those guys are so similar in their like work ethic. Oh, yeah. They both wake up at like 5 in the morning yep. and just work it like yep. it's their last day Absolutely. on Absolutely, yeah. And they're very motivational to listen to. Chappelle talks uh, about uh, Kevin Hart. Yeah. You know, about the, just he can't believe like, the drive that he stop. has. Yeah. And they have crazy drives. And I even talked to my uh, uh, my wife. I, I said, you know, I said, do not be surprised. And, they, and people joke about it that The Rock could be president. The Rock could be president. I'd fucking I said a him. lot of people would vote for him. I said, it'd be surprised. I just watched that Young Rock uh, oh, TV show. Oh, the show? It Is was it good? good? Is it? it was good because I didn't realize they got characters in there playing Andre the Giant, playing oh, wow. Iron Sheik. Uh, the, oh, the, cool. The Sumo Brothers type thing, so it was good. No, but anytime I see uh, Kevin Hart on all his podcasts, he must say the phrase "hundred percent" like a <laughs> like hundred times. So every time I see him, or my wife might not even be in the room, and she'll hear me go "hundred <laughs> percent." She'll, she'll know Kevin Hart's on the screen. Yeah, that would oh, that would be such a great movie, dude. It's so great because my next movie has The Rock in it. Nice. So we're totally working in. My last two movies are both from 2019. Okay. So this next one, I've been wanting to talk about it, haven't found a good opportunity to work it in until right now, and that's 2019. Fighting with my family. Oh yeah, so, I still so haven't good, seen this movie. This is dude. so good. It stars uh, Florence Pow, I think her name is, who was on the the cusp of being super famous. She's the girl from. If that other guy was the guy from Hereditary, she's the girl from Midsummer. Right. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and she normally has blonde hair. She has jet black hair in this movie, and she is playing Paige. Mm-hmm. Now I've been. I am a huge wrestling fan from 1985 to 1995, and Mm. then I'm completely out. I I don't know anything about wrestling. I didn't see Rock fight at all. Oh, dude, I used to love I didn't even know who he was, so I know Rock from his movies and everything else. No. So I didn't watch any of that. I don't know Seamus. I don't know the big show. I don't. I, I know him because yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah, their yeah, images, yeah. and now I've uh, I, I've learned about him, but I never watched him fight. And you've seen MacGruber. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I, but I've never seen him fight before. Right. And this is basically the real-life story of how Paige became a wrestler. Now, she and ended up being like one of the protégés of The Rock. And The Rock is in this movie, and The Rock plays himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's a phenomenal movie, man. So we're telling the story from... So Paige, I don't know what her real name is, but she is living in like this small town in England with her wrestling brother and her who've been wrestling their whole life with their father and their mom, and their father and mom are both crazy as shit. It's like a wild family. Isn't Nick Frost her... Nick Frost yeah. is the dad, and yeah. the mom is uh, Headley, the uh, the woman from uh, the really evil woman from Game of Thrones. She was also the... Uh, she played the evil woman from uh, Dread with the scar. Oh, yeah, face. yeah, yeah. She plays the crazy mom in this movie. And they have like this they have this wrestling town where they go and they wrestle together and uh, the brother and the sister are constantly doing it and the brother is doing the brother's doing some really great stuff teaching kids in town how to wrestle. And one of the kids and this is based on a true story, so it's mm-hmm. all true. Yeah. His 
her brother is doing some real admiral shit with uh, teaching kids to get them off the street and not being crime. And you, he picks them up in a van and he brings them to like this uh, after school place and doesn't. And one of the kids is completely blind and he's teaching this blind kid how to wrestle. Oh, wow. And it, they're teaching him to count things off and hold on and feel and everything like oh, yeah, that. So that's they, awesome. They've got this great life going on, but they dream of being on WWF or WWE. Sorry. So that's how I, yeah. I don't even know WWF when it wasn't WWF. Yeah, no, so. And, and, and I will never consider it the World Wildlife Federation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're always they're always WWF to me, but I, I I'll play. I get it. we want to save the fucking pandas, <laughs> but why do you have to take away the WWF? Uh, so, what was great about this and the shining star of this movie was Vince Vaughn. Oh now, really? And a lot of people don't even know Vince Vaughn was in it. I didn't. So what what happens is oh that's right uh, he's like the person who's judging who trains her yeah, basically and, or he's the uh, the scout. Because I, I know on the trailer they say the following people are going to come with yeah. me and go to Raw yeah. or whatever, and he just says the one person's one name. name. Yeah. Yep. So it's it's really interesting. So she gets the phone call and they can't believe it. They're yeah. like, "Holy shit!" That they were. And it's Vince Vaughn. He's like, "We want you and your brother uh, to uh, come out and try out, uh, come to America and try out for WWE. We've seen your tape. We're pretty impressed with what you have and everything." And they're like ecstatic. This is what we thought. And their brother yeah. is even like planning his speech to give them when he gets there he, he's like i've been watching wrestling since i was four years old and since i was four years old i could tell which wrestler was which just by its, their shoes on their feet mm-hmm. and so he's got this whole thing and they both go out there they even tell her i don't know what her real name is but they were like we already have a it's uh, soraya or soraya jade bevis was uh, G- uh Paige's, Paige's real, name. real name yeah so they already said we got a soraya so come up with a new name uh-huh. and so when she gets there she says my name is Paige, and his name is like uh Nick something. It was it was stupid. Whatever his name was, yeah. and so Vince Nick Vaughn cut. has a uh, uh, Vince Vaughn has a. Uh, it's a very interesting character. One of my favorite Vince Vaughn characters because really? he adds that Vince Vaughn snappy yeah, stuff yeah. in it, but not a lot. A lot of it he's dead serious. Interesting. Where he's like, "Do you really want this?" Because you got ten seconds to decide if you really want this. Because that's what happens. They go I there, like they try out. I like that side of his he's roles so good. that he's kind of switched over to very dramatic. Cell, you know, I know that's a super violent movie, but Brawl in Cell 90. Oh, yeah. The best movie he ever did. That, I didn't see him in True Detectives, but I heard he, he was, was fucking it. fantastic. Yeah, he was fantastic. This, this I, serious side of him, yeah. I really like. He was I, great as uh, the Anthony Perkins character in the Psycho remake. I mean, he was really good I remember good you it. saying that. That's yeah, a shot was for good. shot, right? Yeah, it was a shot for shot yeah. remake, which is eh, you're either for it or you're against it, yeah. but he was good in it. Uh, but So when he got him out there, he's he's it's almost like a drill instructor camp. You know, you, you do this, you do that. All the girls that are trying out are all models. A lot of them haven't wrestled before, and so they don't know about pulling punches or right. what they're doing, and, and she's getting hit in the head. And uh, she ends up punching one of the girls, and she's like, that's called a receipt. You accidentally hit us, you get a receipt. And then Vince Vaughn's like, what the fuck are you doing? He says, I'm giving her a receipt. And she's like, that, we don't, this is a WWE, we don't do that here. He's yeah. like, what are you talking about? That's how we learn shit. Yeah. And he's like, hey, this is how we do shit here. You're going to do it that way. If I tell you to do something, you better do it. Right. And she's just very hard. She's not getting used to the clicks. All the pretty girls are hanging out. They're not, right. they're, they're, she's not getting it. But they do take her when mm. he says, I'm taking, if I call your name, you're coming with me to yeah. Tampa, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna run you through the ropes, and we're gonna see if you're the right for it. Right. If you're not, if I don't call your name, this is the end of the line for you. Yeah. Only calls her name. Yeah. She's shocked. She she pulls one of those. You gotta take my brother. If you don't take my brother, you, you're not taking me. Yeah. And she's and he's, he's like, like, okay, I won't take you then. And, and she's he's like, no, she's stupid. Don't listen to her, coach. Yeah. And he's like, you have five seconds to change your mind and realize. And then she waits to the last second. She's like, I want this. She's like, all right. 
this opportunity doesn't come. You better fucking yeah. bring it. Yeah. So she go, she ends up going down there, and it's tough, man, and it's tough. And uh, she she doesn't click well uh, with the other girls. She ends up going back for Christmas, and even Vince Vaughn's like, hey. You have a great life back at the house at, at in England. Your yeah. brother does this. Maybe you, this isn't for, for you. He says, right. when you go on your break, you, you, you think about this. And she goes back, and she says, like, I'm not going back. It's too hard. And her brother's like, I didn't get this. Yeah. And now you're going to give it up? Bullshit. Ooh, yeah. Bullshit. You go back there, and you do it. And they ba- he basically drills it into her. You have to go back there and do it. Does it. And she goes back like a day late, and everyone's already training and everything. And Vince Vaughn's like, what you doing? Yeah. And he's like, she, she's like, you didn't cut me, and I didn't quit. Yeah. He's like, well, you got to want it. You got to show me that you fucking want it. Yeah. And she, like, is hard. And she ends up being great friends with the model girls to the point where it's like, there's some really great choke you up type scenes, man. When she, she finally, <clears throat> she finally getting up there and she's doing super well. And they said, Vince Vaughn's like, pack your stuff. They're down to like five people. Yeah. They're like, pack your stuff. We're all going to WrestleMania. Oh, wow. And they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And Vince Vaughn takes her aside, um, uh, page and brings her into this office and says you go in there and, and she's like oh fuck am i getting cut what the hell is going on and all of a sudden in there the rock comes that's in, fucking man. awesome the rock comes in there he's he's like i want you to call your parents mm-hmm. and uh she's like you want me to call my parents he says, yeah i want you to call your parents and uh she, or get your parents on the line yeah and he has the phone and this is in the trailer too. you see this, it in the trailer yeah. and he he talks to her dad. He says, hey, is this uh, Paige's dad? Yeah. He says, this is The Rock. He's like, yeah, sure it is. Yeah. Uh, and he makes a wrestling joke. I can't remember what it was. He, he says that I'm Ric Flair or something yeah. like that. And he hangs up on him. He's like, he's like, my dad just hung up on you, didn't he? He says, yeah. 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 He hung up on <laughs> yeah. And he asks him to prove it, and he yeah. does that whole line and everything. Yeah. And he, he's like, I'm it here with you. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. he's, uh, he says, I want to tell you. He says, uh your your daughter uh, is not going to be in the training program anymore. Mm. I just I wanted to let you know that because next week she's going to wrestle for the title at SummerSlam or That's whatever or whatever so it was, cool. and they just can't fucking believe it. Yeah, and she's got to see this it, movie. It's dude. so because I love good, man. I love movies about like. Uh dreams coming and true like true this is stories. your shot and they were like, like and that's what he said he he's she's like thank you for this opportunity he's like thanks for picking me yeah. and right before she leaves the room he says, i didn't pick you mm. and she he turns over and he looks at vince vaughn and just uh nods at vince vaughn and uh he says uh the rock says to vince vaughn how's it going sex tape and then she's she's like did you just call him sex tape he says yeah he makes people famous <laughs> and, then, uh, and then he just walks away that's awesome and then uh he realizes your next week is either going to change your life or yeah. it's going to be over for oh, you. Yeah, yeah. And it's stressful, man. You see this 20,000 people there and she's frozen in front of crowds before because during the, the period where she's trying out, there's a scene where they work her into uh, one of her training episodes is going in front of the crowd with the mic and saying, my name is Paige and yeah. I'm this and you're right. that. And you need to, she didn't realize the character Yeah, and she didn't realize the rocks advice was her was, he says, my character is me. Ramped up to an 11. Yeah. He says, and that's what you should do. Don't play something. The crowd will eat you alive if they yeah. realize this is not who you are. And she froze at one point during the the uh, the trials. Uh-huh. So we're not sure how she's going to do it. And they show her into the ring. And everything. and then the... Did they show, like, any actual footage? The end credits, man. Oh, yeah? Along the side. Oh, is see, all the real shit, stuff I, I with I the family. You, I bet you if I was watching that by myself I, at the house, I'd be straight bawling by the I end I almost cried, like, yeah. six times during the movie. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what it is about sports movies, yeah, dude, man. It's it, just they choke me up. My wife's glory. trying to talk to me during it. Yeah. Like, I, I can't. Yeah. Can't no, talk right now. Can't talk right now. <laughs> 
Like, no, it's it's it's. I, the I was on it's, the point of tears, man, through yeah. like the whole thing, and it's oh. not that type of movie, normally, no. But that's what that does to you, it's, man. It's great. Anyone who sees those. Rudy knows what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Because I fucking dare yeah. you to watch that movie. I and think not it's cry. on Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, I don't. But I, I, I bet I can order it, it on Apple it. Apple TV. It's so worth it. It's super super. No, I need to check that out. I'm gonna leave that up on my phone so I remember that one. so good. I gotta start making a list. I got lists upon lists. I know you do. Number one is this our shit sandwich one. Oh, dude. Let's cap because it so off. far, I, I would take a bite out of this sandwich. Yeah, I'm right. saying, hey, hey. so I, I'm telling you, I'm going to order that expert, regardless if it's crappy or oh, not, because I just it, need to see it. You do, you yeah. do. Um, and this one, <laughs> this might sour it a little bit. I, if if this were an April Fool's Day pod, <laughs> I would have you so good by just saying this one oh word. God. Is this someone I've seen? I've seen this solo, solo. But not the hand. Uh, yeah, see, I told oh, you. Oh, the freestyle uh, guy? No. Nope, no, nope. what is it? This is Mario Van Peebles. Solo. 1996. Holy shit. Like Solo. a supernatural or a, uh, a sci-fi movie, right? He's he's basically like a Terminator. Like, Interesting. But he I got to pull it's up the like, cover. It's like Universal Soldier with Mario Van Peebles, but he's a robot. That is so interesting. Oh, dude. I know I know this movie. I got to see the uh, the cover. A lot of times the cover really uh, spurs it in my memory. I don't even know what the cover looks like on this one. Um, oh, there it is there. But uh, yeah, It all comes up with the hand solo. Yeah. You have to put You have to literally write Mario after it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this one. Yeah. Yeah, this is one with the gun next to his yes. head and everything. Yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah. So, man. Part machine, total weapon. Yes, <laughs> that needs to be the name of this fucking that pod is, right there. <laughs> I fucking love it. Um, some good names in this movie. Uh, Adrian Brody. Oh, nice. In this movie. This this, what year was this? Ninety six. Ninety six. This he was real young. early. Adrian Brody. It yeah. might have been the first thing. Might I've have ever been heard. the first thing I've ever seen. Wow. You know that he was ever in that was mainstream. William Sadler. Oh, I love William Sadler, He man. is William Sadler to an 11 really? in this movie. Oh, then I need to see oh. this again. I, take, I, I may not have seen this movie. Take his Die Hard 2 character, yeah. give it fucking steroids. William Sadler like, does not get enough credit for all the kick-ass roles he's done in it, his life. He's so much fun. He's such a fucking piece of shit in yeah. this movie. I love like, him in Demon Knight. I love him in friggin' uh, uh, what was the other one that I really loved him in? I mean... The, uh, Trespass. Oh, yeah, brother. dude. Oh, so good. Um, Barry Corbin is in this. Oh, I know that name. Where I know that name from. <laughs> He's kind of a heavier set guy. Barry Corbin. Let me look up the solo movie while you talk. Um, okay, so basically, Mario Van Peebles is he's not a man. You know, he's he's a straight up machine, and he was never a man previously or anything like that. They've just designed this machine to look human. And the movie starts off where they're going to run him in a field test to basically him and some uh, special ops guys are going to go take out this band of, like, you know, rebel army. Uh, I think they're drug runners, possibly. Um, and they go and they, they're on the mission and they've set all these explosive charges and Mario Van Peebles sees... There's even some RoboCop in this. <laughs> um, he sees that these, these um, you know, bad guys are making these villagers do work. And so rather than blow everything up, he decides that, like, it's... Oh, Barry Corbin. Yeah, he's a guy from Northern Exposure. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's in a bunch of stuff. Damien Pitcher's in this. He must be young, young. I've never seen Damien Pitcher before. Like, he he's the guy who plays Mexican Bob in The Hateful Eight. He might be the kid in he, this movie. Uh, he plays Rio. Ah, I wish I could. I literally yeah, just sure. watched this this morning, and I don't know who Rio is. Um... 
<laughs> it got a whopping 4.1. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think there's that many. I had to really do a deep search. There's only 4,000 people reviewing it. Oh, dude, I, I had to rent this on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. And every comment underneath it was, what the fuck? This isn't Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst Star Wars movie ever. <laughs> there was like 15 comments. And I put on there, am I the only one that came to see this movie? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, And so basically... He doesn't let the explosions go off, so the mission is a failure. Um, so they realize that, like, you know, look, we're going to have to, like, deprogram him, mm -hmm. and, you know, he can't be, like, all soft. He's supposed to be a straight-up killer, yeah. you know? Well, Adrian Brody is his programmer. He's the one who designed Solo. Yeah. Um, Perfect nerdy character. Oh, dude, no, and, like, yeah. he does a good job yeah. as the computer guy in this, you know? Like, um, but it's funny, he's always got this, like, thick i don't know if it's like silver chain like it's just funny it's you want fun an oscar so it's funny to in see, life. <laughs> yeah no it's funny to see him dressed as like a 90s guy yeah. you know what i mean so um so basically they've come to the they've come to the realization that they're gonna have to shut him down and reprogram him and everything like that well he is able to like tap into the feeds of you know the base that they're at and stuff mm -hmm. so he intercepts the message about being shut down and one of his directives is to preserve self. So, <laughs> so he decides like now, Robocop set the standards for those directives, uh, dude, dude. He's got hundreds of directives. That's cool, man. I love uh, all these cyborg movies. Oh man. no, they they come in right handy. up there with Eva Destruction. Those random cyborg movies that just used to come out in the '90s that yeah, yeah. no one ever saw. The the other one that this really reminds me of is Soldier. Soldier, yeah, I with, love Soldier with Kurt too. Russell. With Kurt Russell. To yeah. me, they're almost identical I movies. See you directed, and I'm wondering if. Uh, um, see when they came out. This was '96, and I think Soldier came out after Solo. Yeah, I think it did. I think that was '99, if uh -huh. I'm uh, correct. Um, and so he realizes that they're going to shut him down. So he decides, like, okay, well, I got never get a good thing. Yeah, so um, I got to get out of this base, you know. So he goes and he steals a helicopter, and there's a big helicopter chase um, between him and William Sadler. Um, but they tell him, like, you can't kill him. You know, he's like a $2 billion fucking machine. Like, you can't just blow him out of the sky, you know? <laughs> um, so Solo fakes his death and ends up inside this, like, temple. They're, they're in South America somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, I just know that at one point they're speaking Portuguese, yeah. and I know it's Portuguese because they show, like, a screenshot of Probably what he in sees. Yeah. yeah, they show a screenshot of what he sees, and it's going through lists of languages, and oh, eventually yeah, yeah. it comes to Portuguese. Yeah. And that's how they changed the, the, their language to English for the rest of the movie. Was the computer stuff sounds like it's pretty interesting. It's you know I mean cutting edge probably ninety six with the, uh, so the I mean obviously dated ninety six is internet just started. Basically. It's like it's like Predator Vision, yeah, <laughs> but not anywhere near so as they good. Took, they just basically took the elements of ten different movies, yes, and combined Put them, them all and, together. And, and Mario Van Peebles was like, "This is my shit." This you is my know? shit. Like, End of the He's shit done sandwich. so many movies that no one even knows no, about. No, and that's and that's the thing. Like, dude, I don't think we've ever talked a oh. Mario Van Peebles movie on here. And uh, the one where New Jack City is probably yeah, the only one. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite werewolf movies that no one knows about is Full Eclipse with Mario Van Peebles. I don't know that I've seen that. He I was bet that the, I have, but I don't know that I have. He was in the third Highlander movie. Mm -hmm. um, now, he see, was in a Western. He that's was what in, I was like, about to say. Western. Him and Debo did, yeah. and it's like ten you know, black guys yeah, that, yeah, did yeah, that yeah. like are outlaws. Damn, what was that called? I don't know, but it's a good movie. It almost made the list. I just didn't have oh, time to watch it. Oh, is it the one it. that said it, uh, black, badass with a with about six S's? I think uh, that's what it's called. I think it's badass. I'm going to see right now. Type badass with like six S's. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I think that's um, the name of it. Let's see. Posse. 
Posse. That's yeah. another one, but Badass is definitely one. Posse was good. Posse man. was good. I wanted. To, I just. Yeah. I didn't have time to catch up yeah, on yeah. it. You know. Yeah, we got to work in some more Mario Van people. Dude, he was such an underrated. He became a good director too. He yeah. ended up starting directing a lot of stuff. Yeah. So. Um, and so he ends up at this village in this temple, and this boy comes and sees him, and like, there's a rattlesnake next to him. And the rattlesnake goes to get the kid, mm-hmm. and Solo grabs it, you know. And the kid, he, the kid thinks he's dead. He thinks he got bit by the rattlesnake, you know. <laughs> it's the exact scene from the Soldier. It's, it's, see, <laughs> it's, I'm, it's the exact scene. I'm Remember when that you, green snake came, and, I don't, and Kurt but, Russell wanted him to beat it with the shoe, see, and he wouldn't do it, and so Kurt, it jumped, and Kurt Russell had to grab it with his hand. See, That's so I, funny. I'm telling you, it's, it's the straight same, up stealing scene. It's the same movie, like because I remember watching it, going, "This is Solo." Like, <laughs> how does nobody else know this is Solo? You know. Because um, no one saw it. Exactly, like, no, you exactly. can copy from people that never seen it. I, you and I are probably. I don't. Know, I bet you Dave wouldn't know this movie. No, you know what I mean. Probably like not. this is such an under. And I don't movie. think I've ever seen it. I just seen. I've seen the covers for almost everything because I worked at a video store and for again, a long time. It's terrible. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it's good. Like I, I don't mind terrible when it's like uh, action movies. Yeah. And so if they're dated like this that. movie is an hour and a half. They could have made it to an hour and 12. Yeah, yeah. There's like 15 minutes in the middle where he's like... They have some, uh, was it R, that at least have violence and oh, have yeah. nudity in yeah, it too, I don't think no? it has any nudity mm-hmm. in it. Um, but, so he... a lot better if it has. <laughs> <laughs> um, Check out Humanoids from the yeah, Deep. I know, right? <laughs> um, so he's in this temple. This kid comes and finds him. He saves the kid from the rattlesnake, so the people from the temple, they think he's dead. So they're going to come and they're going to give him like a proper burial. Mm-hmm. To which the rebels show up during his funeral, and he wakes up and takes out a bunch of the rebels. Nice. So they're like, oh shit, he can save us, you know? So this is like the 20 minutes of the movie where you could totally do without, but it's a montage of him training people in combat. This is straight up soldier. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to file a lawsuit against Paul Anderson right now because this is straight up soldier. I'm telling soldier. you, wait, wait till I tell you about the end and you're going to say, what the fuck? So, um, and yeah, wild card, spoiler yeah, yeah. end. If um, they send Jason Scott Lee in to kill him, I'm calling him <laughs> shenanigans right now. It's not Jason Scott <laughs> Lee. It is William Sadler. Oh, God, yeah. So William Sadler's a soldier mm-hmm. that gets killed. Like, at, he's fighting with Solo, and Solo picks him up by the back of the head, and, like, you can tell he's, like, elongating mm-hmm. his spine. Oh, nice. You know, it's not from the front. It's yeah, from the yeah, back, yeah. you know? And so eventually he picks him up, over his head and and solo has feelings and william william sadler says how are you gonna feel if you kill me solo and he's like let's find out and just backbreaker over the knee kills him you know but he's like he's dying he's not instantly dead and solo takes off well then the new solo 2.0 shows up and it's william sadler (laughs) and he comes in on william sadler and sees him as if he's dying and he asks him like you look pretty bad, Colonel. You gonna be okay? And William Sadler's like, "What the fuck does it matter?" And the robot William Sadler just goes, "It doesn't," and just breaks his fucking oh, neck. Man. You know. Um, and so then the two of them, mm-hmm. robot version 2.0 versus Solo point we oh, 1.0 fight, and uh, you know we'll just leave it at that. But it's it's fucking soldier. Yeah, like, no, it's <laughs> straight up mean? soldier. But... Um, <laughs> so that that's the that's the bottom bun to the shit sandwich today. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, take a bite and you might find yourself taking another you one. You might find so. yourself enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, dude. I'll I'll well, I'll finish mine with a good one and, and this was one that also 2019 
like I said, we both saw the trailer for this and we were like, okay, maybe, maybe this would have been good and maybe it's not. And I just happened to see it on HBO and I'm like, I'm going to give it a try. And this is 2019's Ma. Hmm. The one with Octavia Spencer, just M-A. I don't remember this. She, I remember we saw the trailer a few times when we went and saw the, uh, uh, went to the movie theater. Octavia Spencer, if you're not aware, she was in The Help. Uh, she was in that hidden figure. It's a very recognizable character. Uh, she's that, that black lady. She's kind of got, like, uh, buggy eyes. Oh, yeah, she's yeah, really yeah, cool. for sure. Great actress. She's been up for several Oscars. And this was actually directed by the same guy who did The Help. Really? Now, this was this such an interesting movie. So you've got a group of kids high school kids that are just they're in their senior year they want to party they want to hang out and uh, the beginning of the movie they're trying to get somebody to go and buy alcohol uh, for them Mm -hmm. and they cannot find somebody you know it's one of those funny scenes where everyone's just pushing the kid out of the way get the hell out of here and they were like there's a new girl that moved in uh, or just started into uh, town at, from a different school, she had been out of uh, out of state, and her mom moved back. Her mom's Juliet Lewis, mm-hmm. and this is the the town she grew up in. With a lot of the uh, a lot of these kids, you realize are the kids of her friends where, that she went to school with, uh-huh. including Octavia Spencer. Mm-hmm. What comes what it comes down to is Octavia Spencer was bullied pretty hardcore by these kids' parents. Oh wow. She just happened to be walking by that uh, liquor store, and they sent the new girl, Juliet Lewis's daughter, who was in Glass, and she was in a couple of really good. She's a great actress. Uh, I can't remember her name. Really cute. She's been in several different things. She's going to be huge one of these days. Is she kind of looks like Anne Hathaway. Is it McKaylee Miller? Maybe. Does she look like, a little like Anne Hathaway? A little bit. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. That's Diane Silvers. Yeah. That's, Diana Silvers. Yeah, that's yeah, she looks. Be her. God, she looks just like what's Yeah, her she really Anne does. Look, that's I crazy. guarantee she'll play her daughter in one of these one yeah. movies someday. So they sent her out there. They were like, uh, hey, don't send a guy to do a girl's job. You know, go in there and maybe she'll be able to talk somebody and buy an alcohol. Right. So she comes right up to Octavia Spencer. She's walking a dog. She works at a veterinarian's office. And she's uh-huh. like, can you buy me and... Uh, some my friend, some uh, alcohol, and she looks up and she sees this like plumbing van with her friends in it and everything, and she's like, she's like, oh, you guys are gonna get, uh, you guys just want to get a little drunk, huh? At first, she's like not interested, and then she they end up uh, talking her into it. She's like, all right, I'll do it, yeah. you know, and uh, give me the money, and give me give me your list. She comes out and she comes back and she's got a big ass crate of alcohol, and she's like, well, they didn't have this cinnamon stuff you wanted, but they had Goldschläger yeah. or aftershock. The guy said it was the same thing, and yeah. Fireball. And, uh, she's like, we're going to go drink by the quarry and everything. And she's like, all right, have a good time. And then uh, she ends up going away. Mm-hmm. They end up going. They're partying. The, Juliet Lewis's daughter is uh, just meeting this other guy that she's sweet on and everything. And they're starting this kind of uh, touchy-feely thing with each other. It's just, just high school shit. Mm-hmm. And they're drinking. You get to establish all these characters. While she's doing that, Octavia Spencer is at home on Facebook looking the kids up. It's doing oh, some wow. research on them. Yeah. And what you've come to find out, and you're, you're finding it out gradually through flashbacks. I'm not going to tell you exactly what they do to Octavia Spencer, mm-hmm. but their parents did some horrible shit to Ugh. her. And now she's going to take it out on the kids. Oh, wow. And it's so good really? how it's done, man. And so she ends up getting the uh, their phone Feel number. Feel free to spoil away, dude. Yeah. No, I won't spoil the, okay. all of it, but I'll, I'll tell you a good chunk. Okay. So the next day, she ends up calling one of the kids and says, hey, if you need anything else, you just uh, text me. And they were like, how the hell, uh, uh, yeah, did how the hell number? did you know my number? Uh, and uh, 
they were like, oh, you, the blonde girls. He was, you probably gave it to you when you're drunk. You do that all the time. And she's like, yeah, I do do that, don't I? So they uh, didn't think twice about it. Right. And then she says, uh, she says, I'll meet you with the alcohol, but the, there's some heat on me. So uh, let's meet down the road. Mm-hmm. And so they meet down the road, pretty far down the road. And they were like, uh, she's giving them the alcohol. Says, hey, you guys don't drink and drive, you know? She says, you know, in fact, I have a house. And I have an unoccupied basement. If you want to come over <laughs> and drink in the basement and party. Yeah. And for a while there, you were like, this is just some woman that's trying to relive her youth. Because yeah. once they get there, at first she was like. Partying alone. Party, party yeah. down here. My business is upstairs. You yeah. do not go upstairs. She repeats it. Yeah. Don't go upstairs. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, but you can have whatever you want down here. And they're like very like, hey, you got some, uh, you got some like tater tots or something you can make us or uh, bagel bites. And she's <laughs> like, I'll see what I can do. What little shit. And shits. she brings them down. And, and she even says, she says, I know your dad, man. She says, we went to school together. Yeah. And uh, one of the best scenes in the movie, the, the director actually played one of the cops she in the movie. She shits in the pie. <laughs> <laughs> the director of The Help was actually yeah. in the movie too. He played one of the chief the police and it was funny he shows up at the quarry like before they start hanging out in her basement he mm. shows up at the quarry octavia spencer calls uh calls in the call that yeah. they're at the uh, uh quarry the quarry party yeah. because that's her like well we can't go back to the quarry now where are we gonna go party right. and everything so before that but the sheriff shows up and it's great he shows up and he puts the flashlight right in the the plumber kids the plumbers uh Dad is mm. the main asshole, uh-huh. and we they show him throughout the movie too. And he's he's getting a blowjob by this girl in the front seat. You could tell he's drinking. He, he's just an asshole. Yeah. And so he the cop shows up and says, "You're so and so's son, aren't you?" Yeah. He's like, "You know, I played I played uh, uh, football, football with your, dad. With your old man. Yeah. I played football with your old man. Yeah. Your old man's a fucking asshole. Oh shit. So I'm gonna let you go. Oh wow. <laughs> so it went that uh, way. You didn't. Think Why it couldn't was the cops go? ever fucking done that for me? Yeah. <laughs> My dad's a fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Octavia Spencer starts partying with him and everything and starts sending him, like, texts and everything or, like, voice messages and says, hey, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. Oh, God. Come on. And she starts getting a little bit kind of needy and everything. And people are – she's like, I don't know. She's a little weird. Let's blow her off yeah. and everything. And uh, then she gets more insistent more insistent. She's hanging out with her other friends. Even with these group don't want to hang out. And they were like, well, we got to hang out. This is the party place now. Right, yeah. And at one point they want to go up and use the bathroom. I say, what's upstairs? <laughs> at one point they go up and use the bathroom. And she catches him. Get the fuck down here. Get the mm. fuck out of my house and yeah. everything. And then they they realize that one of the girls left her earrings there. Mm. And even Octavia Spencer sent a video with him wearing it, wearing her earrings. I got your earrings here. Oh, Why don't you come shit. back? I can give them back to you. Oh, and she's shit. trying to draw him back in. And so they break in the house when they know she's at the vet clinic. Mm-hmm. And when they go in the house, they're going through the rooms and everything. And all of a sudden they turn and somebody's standing in the doorway with like a tribal mask holding over her face. Uh-huh. And they both scream and they lowers it. And it's Octavia Spencer's daughter who you didn't even know was there oh and wow the, and she looked real sickly and everything and you realize that shit octavia spencer's keeping her daughter like hostage upstairs and maybe giving her drugs to keep her oh, kind of like wow. from going into the school and everything yeah. she's like those people at school are mean they will destroy your life like they've destroyed oh, hers God. and man they when you realize what these kids did to her man and t- they oh, really fucked her up yeah and Octavia Spencer just goes completely overboard at one point where they're all taking jello shots and then one by one drop. That's drop, what I was, yeah. Drop. I was drop. waiting for poison to be a part shit, of it. Shit, man. Yeah. And they're waking up and she's doing shit to him. She she takes this black kid and she's like, sorry, there can only be one black person here and paints his face white. What? And she's setting up this gruesome photo. She takes the blonde girl and sews her mouth up. Just <gasps> she's out so much that she's just letting her sew her mouth up oh and everything. My God. And she takes the main girl and puts a noose on her and is making her watch this whole thing and it's 
match. It's like, what the fuck That's is going crazy, on, man? Dude. And it just goes to the next level, to the yeah. next level. And you're like, watching the trailer, you were like, I don't know if this could be good or could be bad and everything, but it was fully enjoyable. Yeah, no, it sounds <laughs> enjoyed, good, dude. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I won't say the ending and everything, but it just keeps ramping up, up and up. I'll tell you very tense, I, very tense. Yeah, it sounds like, like I, she's around what corner and you yeah. don't know what she's going to do. I'll and, tell you one of my favorite scenes with her ever. And it's like, she has this super tiny role in um, the Halloween uh, remake. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Uh, not the most recent one. Oh, the, the one the, before it? Yeah, the... the was H- it zombie? Not H2O. Oh, oh the uh, the zombie one? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, one or two. Um, I, I think it's... I think it's two because mm-hmm. they wake up in the hospital. Yeah. I don't remember it, so um, it probably is two. Well, so... Whatever, they wake up in the hospital, and the main character that's uh, Michael Myers' yeah. daughter, or uh, sister, is there. Lars Road, yeah. Yeah, um, and she's walking around the floor on the hospital trying to find a nurse, and Octavia... Uh, she plays a perfect nurse, man. Oh, I get to see her in scrubs. Dude, oh, I, you yeah. know, I've never... Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, No, I could just see her. Yeah. In oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, like, she basically, she walks into this room, not knowing that Michael Myers is there, mm-hmm. and uh, Laurie Strode is trying to find someone, and she's saying, like, help, help, and... Uh, Octavia comes out of the door and she's just like so confused and so baffled and she's just got blood running down her face and like she doesn't know what's going on she even tries to say something and she's just kind of like because she's just like so in shock and like she just got stabbed by Michael Myers and he eventually comes out like within five seconds and just stabs her like 20 times and kills her but she does it so believably, yeah, like she's... to the point that I have literally stopped it and rewound it mm-hmm. just to watch her do that again. That's like, crazy. Oh, she's so good. Yeah, dude. she's really good. She's already been nominated for stuff, and she obviously she won for the help. She's yeah. nominated for Hidden Figures. I'm, I'm she, we haven't even seen her best stuff yet, but I would love I thought to it was see great, her but... in some Jordan Peele stuff. That's interesting. I yeah, would she love would be, to I, see she, her. She's funny, man. She could be funny. Oh man. yeah, but, but she, she can also can be, be dark, super dramatic. Man, like... Yeah, well, if you see Ma, you definitely think so. I, I love that it was the guy from the Help because he clearly saw something in her yeah. and said, "You know, I'm going to make this movie, this horror movie. It's going to be completely centered around you." I mean, you look at the poster; it's just Octavia Spencer's really? face. That's all it is. And uh, it was on. Uh, I want to say it was on HBO that I watched it, but mm-hmm. I remember when it, it could still be in Redbox. To be honest I'll with have you, to it look might for be. It. It. Uh, enjoyable. Hour and a half long horror movie. You, yeah. you get exactly what you uh, you would see in the trailer. It just is, is more awesome. of fun uh, than not. So I, I fully en- uh, enjoyed it. It would have been on my 2019, but 2019 was packed. It was on 2020, Pod. Yeah. We would have talked about it already. But yeah, man, that's a good wild card. Well, I will, I will throw one... Didn't make the list. Didn't make the list. We don't have to talk the movie, but it is the 25 year anniversary Uh of Happy Gilmore this week. Oh, did you see the clips? I was. That's what I was about to say. God, I I saw him and Shooter do the clips. Those are the only ones. Those were the two good ones. Uh, Did uh, Uh, did Carl Weathers do a clip? No, Ben Stiller did a tweet. He didn't do a video. Oh, did he? Uh, He did a funny warm milk or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it was uh, that Shooter one was great. Oh, it was great. It was great. He he took his time with it. It Yeah, really, really great. <laughs> and I told I said, why don't they redo that? They're both around. Absolutely. They can absolutely do Dude, it. I even told my wife, I said, this is, the inception. this is the inception of Happy Gilmore 2. Mm. I said, we're seeing it unfold right now. So great. I dude. said, so I, I would like to see that. Twins remake, 
Happy Gilmore sequel. There you go. That's what we got. Uh, we also lost the, uh, the the great Larry Flint. I came very close to p- picking People versus Did we Larry really? Flint. Yeah, Larry I Flint died earlier that. in the week. That's Did too a bad. lot of good stuff for the First Amendment uh, rights. People tried to shoot him, and he still came back and everything. Yeah. A fabulous movie. I love oh, yeah. People versus Larry Wasn't Flint. Wasn't Woody Harrelson the Woody player? Harrelson, Courtney Love, yeah. uh, Crispin Glover, uh, Ed Norton played the lawyer. Really oh, good. Yeah. Man, a lot of good like lawyer Supreme Court stuff in that that you forget was in that movie. The uh, Ed Norton Incredible Hulk also almost made almost made it, almost made it in there. I yeah. bought that. I bought it recently and have I've never seen it. It's good. I bought it and I it, I have an uh, I intend to watch it. I think I, it's surprising me that they haven't done the Ruffalo one. I yet. don't like that they haven't. I I, I well, just don't. And now that he's doing She Hulk, which is going to be uh, I don't know if that's a series or if it's a movie. She Interesting. Hulk. <laughs> they cast it, and I, they've confirmed Ruffalo is going to be in it. Oh, dope. So uh, maybe doing that will make him get his own solo one, because yeah. why not? Why yeah. wouldn't you? It makes no sense. Hawkeye's no getting his. Yeah, there's no reason. <clears throat> to have the Hawkeye movie yet. is going to be good. That's also, I can't remember if it's a TV show or a movie, but I know they, they got the girl from... Uh, I think it's a TV show. The girl from True Grit is playing Kate Bishop, who is really? who's the main new Hawkeye, and she's going to kill it. I've seen her in the, her outfit and everything. That's your thing for this week, WandaVision, man. Yeah, I got to, man. Check it out. My girl is even into it. She doesn't know yeah. shit. And it's yeah. crazy. I have to pause it, and I had to uh, explain to her that this is who this character yeah. is. It's only going to take two hours, so just don't interrupt yeah, me yeah, and know. let me explain. I, I tried to give her the recap. I, I was like, so she's a witch. Yeah. She's got a twin brother. You know, he was killed by Ultron. Yeah. Uh, and who's Ultron? And yeah. I was like, well, he's a robot, like the Vision. Didn't but see like, that coming, did you? Like the Vision, wait, they're, they're together? I said, well, they are in this, and they have children. And uh, I was like, yeah, mm. It was, so good. It, was it you guys that were t- talking about the guy that got the diamond put in his head? No, but I have seen that. Some guy got like yeah, a, yeah. like a 20, 24 yeah. car- It was either twenty four million or twenty four carat diamond <laughs> inserted into his fucking yeah, forehead. Just asking for someone to pull that shit out, dude. Of you. I mean, and what like it's insured. Your brain isn't. They're just gonna shoot you and and decapitate you and oh, like it's come bad on. idea. It's right up there with the the implant horns and all oh, that shit, man. man. I, I don't get that. What the fuck? Facial shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so yeah, that's wild card for this week. Next week we have a uh, great actor uh, pod where me and Dave are going to talk about Christopher Walken. I don't think either of us are going to do the uh, the imitation because yeah. neither of us do it well. Yeah, <laughs> we will be playing a lot of clips from it. I, I imagine that you can hear Christopher Walken do his full Walken in there. <laughs> uh, and then me and uh, Justin, we're going to get a little romantic, man. We're going to a little romantic. We're going to be uh, we're a little late for Valentine's Day, but we're going to come back with it. We've never ever. In Ever. 176 episodes, Ever. done a romance pod. <laughs> uh, and there's plenty of movies I could pick. So I was yeah. like, let's do it, man. We got to do one. And then me and Dave are going to come back and we're going to do 80s crime because we haven't delved back in the 80s for a while. So we're going to do an 80s crime one. Then me and Justin, we're going to do some Batman. Hell yeah. Batman franchise. I like all these franchise I'm ones Batman. we're doing, man. <laughs> Love the, the Predator and the Alien one. So I think the Batman franchise is a logical uh, choice. There's a lot of good ones in there, a lot of crap ones that we can shit on. Uh, Mr. Freeze yeah. and uh, a little Poison Ivy yes. and uh, you know it's one of those things I haven't revisited them but when you revisit them with a certain mindset yeah. they're a lot more fun than, than you remember them do you remember that Snickers commercial mm. from a few years ago which one where the quarterback got sacked oh yeah yeah, yeah. he had was a concussion or, oh no no, 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 no Batman yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious do you know who I'm you Batman. are I'm Batman 
Would you like to ride with Batman? <laughs> would you like that? I think people realize that was a little insensitive to concussions, and they would not play that commercial yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think we were at that point yet. We but, didn't know what CTE was oh back then. Oh, my God. But that was hilarious. Would I remember like when, that? when that aired. That was the number one Super Bowl commercial at the time. So great. And then they ramped it up when they did the You're Not Yourself when you're on stage. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that was, was a great fun. campaign, yeah. too, when they did the Joe Pesci. And, yeah. Huh, so great. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. All right, we got some good stuff coming up. So if you want to get a hold of us, you can uh, check us out, fascinatingwithfilms at gmail.com. You could also shoot us a message on Facebook uh, under Fascinated with Films, or you could leave us a like or a comment on our two platforms, which are SoundCloud and iTunes. There you so, go. Uh, we will get back to you if you do. Till next week, see ya. Shit sandwich. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. <laughs>